0: Serious XL.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Howard Stern. By my house here we had a, a tremendous lightning and thunderstorm. And I must tell you, uh, it woke me out of bed. The whole house was shaking. I've never felt thunder in my life. Not, not like this. I've never ever felt thunder that this intense.
2: This was I, last night? You were awakened night, by
1: it? Yeah, like three o'clock in the morning and then, and I was up. And then, of course, I fell asleep 10 minutes before we had it. The alarm went off, which is the worst feeling in the world.
2: It's a thing. I don't know why it happens, but that's the way it always happens.
1: I'm listening to a tape of this, uh, kid who does an impression of me and it's fucking me up because I think he's, he's got a quality in his impression that is right on. And it's fucking me up because now I'm here when I'm talking. I hear I sound like the ah. guy. Yeah, yeah. This kid's name is uh, Matt Friend. You know, play a clip, and uh, you know, I think he's not. I, I, first, I listen to it. I go, he doesn't sound anything like me. <laughs> like but then most I realize, right? <laughs> yeah, but he does have a quality. And now I find myself when I'm talking, I I, I hesitate playing this for you because it's fucking me up,
3: mm. fucking
1: me up. Like, like, I, I hear my yeah. impressionist. Yeah. <laughs> so on the show today, we had Dana Carvey, one of my favorites, on as a guest. And we were
0: yeah. talking about how nobody does a good impression of me. E- even on SNL, nobody's been able to do it. Now, there's this one guy who's 23 years old. He does an impression on, on TikTok, whatever you want
1: to call it. I think it's okay. I mean, I, I, I don't think it sounds much like me. And and you know I I was listening to it and I go he doesn't sound anything like me you know well I don't that's like a what man.
2: I first yeah. thought doesn't but there's that thing he does there's yes, a little like a,
1: thing yeah say. <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. and when he does the impression of me he's wearing sunglasses and a giant ridiculous wig like a big <laughs> huge afro afro to tell you robin you know i, I can hear you know he's not bad here he jimmy Fallon. somehow he knows jimmy fallon and they did a thing where he was interviewing jimmy fallon and it did sound what like is
0: your least favorite guest you've ever had on the show why do you do this to me, buddy? I love everybody. You know, I, I'm Jimmy Fallon. I love everybody. But you, you got to hate. Someone's got to just drive you out of your goddamn mind, right? Why do you do this, <laughs> buddy? Oh, God. Uh, what am do uh, I doing? Mean, other than you, of course, right? Right. <laughs> okay. I mean, you had to say that. Right.
1: You had to say that, right? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Almost, I can-
2: and then it almost goes off.
1: Yes. Right? Like, sometimes it sounds like Al Michaels. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but, you know, then all of a sudden I was talking and I said, hmm, (laughs) I kind of sound a little, I can hear it a little bit. (laughs) You know, (laughs) all right. (laughs) And now it's fucking me up. (laughs) Here he is with the real John Stamos doing an interview of him as Howard Stern. All right. So this week, my guest
0: is John Stamos. I'm excited. Let's break that spell of you not aging a day since the 90s. And John Stamos, tell me about some ways you've experienced aging. What's aging? well i I do drink the blood of rob lowe so is that right yeah can you tell me what specifically (laughs) Uh about your character in big show Uh
1: reminded your sisters about your dad is that right i mean there is a quality (laughs) to my point that he has well you you don't
2: do it as much as he does Uh, it he's doing it a little bit more
1: yeah but he's pretty good when he does it
2: though it's right on right but then it goes into a word that
1: you wouldn't say like that like that's right yeah it's he's still
2: he still got work to do
1: that's right robin (laughs) (laughs) you know there's a little bit of that but i realize i do have that no it wasn't you it's pretty good good for him and his name is uh, matt friend give him a little plug he went on the today show and did it and no one could guess who he was doing
0: all oh, right
2: so we, we can't wait we want to hear your impressions so we're going to try to guess them because we don't know so you're going to give okay. us your first one and we'll see if we can figure out who it is
0: yeah, this is one of my favorite impressions i think you've all been guests on the show right guess who i'm doing okay because you know what this is really interrupting my pm time in the morning okay i have pay now okay right. it's fantastic to be here all right all wait, right who, stern. Is I don't know. who is that that <laughs> howard stern there you go
2: oh howard stern. Stern. of course it was <laughs> right.
1: oh Matt Friend, oh Matt Friend, that was the, the best
2: one he did. I mean, that was the t- yeah. He
1: was pretty good there. Yeah. Hey, is this uh, Howard on the phone?
0: You know, I got to tell you now. First of all, that was unfair to me because you played a clip from two years ago, and the voice has evolved, as you know. It's great to meet you.
1: Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, I don't. I guess I do sound a little bit like that.
0: You, you really do. You're doing yeah. a bit of a, you're doing a bit of a, it's a little nasally on your end today, but you're fantastic.
1: Yeah. I, I hear what you're doing and I think you're onto something. I honestly do. <laughs> you think so? You think Yeah, so. right, 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 right.
0: I mean, you kind right. of do, you do the right. It's your thing. I always I, say I, you're I, you a little know, bit.
1: <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realize I did the right, but you're right.
0: You do. Howard, <laughs> <I, you do, laughs> it's so great to meet you, by the way.
1: <laughs> nice to meet you too, Matt. Good job. You would, Matt does a Matt does a bunch of job. A bunch of voices. Do uh can you do a little Andy Cone for Robin? Yeah,
0: I mean, this is amazing. You know, Howard, I want to tell you a quick is it okay if I tell you the story of meeting Andy? It's like really funny. It's amazing. I was actually <laughs> I was walking in the West Village randomly. I'm telling you this is Andy. It's incredible.
1: Do and you I have a lot and Andy, do you have a lot of guys who come on to you and want to uh, have sex with you?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know what? Only Matt, you know, the guy who does the impression of I me. Mean, it was so good. He was so mausoleum. It was incredible. <laughs> but, you know, Howard, we were walking down the street, and I, I, I'll i tell you this just myself now. We were walking down the street, and I see this gray-haired, silver fox uh, wearing the tightest short shorts I'd ever seen, clearly just finished a workout with his sexy Ukrainian trainer, Stanny. And uh, I went up to him, and I, I asked for a picture, and he knew me. And he goes, are you the guy who does Howard?
1: there's another guy on the phone there's another dude on the listen to this matt there's another guy on the phone who does me i don't know this guy's name but okay let's see how he does you do me too sir
0: right so i gotta ask you right i think this guy's
1: onto something robin i don't know what it is it doesn't completely sound like me right
4: but i'm laughing
1: at it right you know for years nobody did an impression of me now now everybody's doing it it. yeah now everyone is doing it Well it sounds like you're doing Matt's impression, quite frankly.
0: Right. So so to me, what's interesting what's interesting about this is when he does you, it kinda sounds like a baseball announcer doing you. I mean, Robin, do you agree or no? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it it sounds
2: like a real it it sounds like a bad impression. It's like like announcery thing.
0: Yeah.
1: I gotta tell you Matt. I got I'll I'll tell you what. Let me just tell you this real quick. I think (laughs) a lot of people have tried to do me over the years. And they've not had a lot of success. And I got to say, for my money, you're picking up something. Because even as I'm talking now, I find myself falling into what you're doing. So I think you're on to something. I really do. I think you're good.
0: Well, how, let me ask, how, whose leg do I have the hump to do this with you sometime? I mean, it, what I've been doing is, I mean, we've been doing the thing next to the guy. Now, I know you, you, don't, you probably don't want to see me in, uh, on a video or in person. But it's a whole other layer when you see the hair and the wig. And people are saying on, on the Internet, they're saying to me, they're saying, you do Howard from the 90s. And I said, I don't really give a shit. Do I think, do I have the, the, the wardrobe department of Sirius XM? No, it's just me doing TikTok. So give me a break.
1: How did you get uh, Stamos and Jimmy Fallon to do those bits with you?
0: Well, you know, it was Kimball. Actually, I, uh, they, they just found me on social media. Uh, all your, all your, I think some of your good friends, they, they've been following Neil Patrick Harris and Stamos and Kimball. And with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, Stamos, I just did a video on TikTok, and he replied with the, uh, with the duet feature. So basically I prompted him. And I, I, my only regret with Stamos, is I didn't ask him the question that you did to John Hamm, which was let's talk about the penis thing. Right. I want to know about right. the penis. Right,
1: right, right. right. That would have been good. That would have been good. <laughs>
0: But uh, well, anyway. Fallon, I haven't gotten to Fallon yet, even though I used to intern for him like two years ago.
1: <laughs> well, are you making a living doing the Howard Stern impression or is it just a hobby?
0: I'm doing it among others. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a living as a, as a full-time comedian in New York.
1: Nice. Hmm. Well, good for you, Matt. How old well, are you?
0: you? I'm 24 and uh, I started doing impressions as a little kid. Uh, and, uh, you, you've always been one of my favorites. I've observed about you what you do is you're, you're, you're one feet away from Alan Alder. And I talk about this all the time because you're right. a bit lower. You're down here. And then Alan, you bring it up, he's a little bit higher fish. You know, that, that's the thing. But, uh, yeah, that's
2: the amazing thing about Impressionists. They have that, they, they hear that difference you know like yeah. alan's up here and you're down here and they do that you know change that register and all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah that is alan
1: <laughs> yeah matt, matt's got something going on i have to say yeah. i've never really been impressed with anyone who did an impression of me but matt you know i i hear it now you know man i hear it, and, and, I, hear I, it.
0: I have to, i have to say this is a big yeah. relief for me because i've talked about this many times i always said if howard heard me doing this I thought he was going to say. I mean, Robin, this guy is so bad. And to make it <laughs> worse, he's getting people are watching him. He's the comedy that he's good. I mean, he makes me sick. He's disgusting. It's terrible. But thank you. You know what? You, like you,
1: you know what, Matt? You know what you have to do is uh, do a uh, video with Robin. With Robin. Right. Yeah. Well, how do I do that? that, that I don't know. Why? I mean, who knows? Right? 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 We, we have. Right. To. <laughs> right? I'm doing the Howard Stern impression.
0: You do. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Howard and Nancy going back and forth. It's amazing. You know, it's incredible.
3: <laughs> Howard.
0: Yes. Howard, you know, it, it's funny because uh, it, uh, your, your show, obviously, is some of the best impressionists. And uh, I've always been reacting to people who do certain impressions on your show in character. And uh, I, I, I just love it. I, I, I was wondering if you could ask Trump one other question right now, if you had him back on the air, what would it be? Because I could answer it as him.
1: All right, uh, you do a Trump as well.
0: I do many, yeah. That, that, well, I'll tell you what—that's one of oh, the good. favorite ones I do. Uh, and what I can tell you is, there's a lot of people that do it and they fail like dogs. You know that, right? So ask the Let question, me do, honey.
1: All right, I'll do my Howard Stern impression interviewing Trump, and you can be Trump, okay?
0: That's a beautiful thing. Let's hear it, honey. You're, you're a beautiful guy, right?
1: You know, we only have one time for one question, Mister Trump. And the, of course, the question is, um, how big is your penis?
0: Well, excuse me, a lot of people are saying that the penis is like one of the greatest features. And you're talking about it in comparison to when you talk about it in comparison to John Ham's penis, who has one of the great penises. They call it the Maverick or the Goose. And you talk about that. And when you see how big it is, it's like larger than Howard's microphone. Right. That's what I can tell you. It's a Sure SM7B. You know that, and it's very good. Thank you very much,
1: Harry. Mr. President, I know we only have time for one more question. You know, you stole so many documents. What's the best document you stole? Which, which well, one you is told- your favorite?
0: Well, I actually stole a renewal contract for seven more years. It's serious, right? It's a gorgeous thing. And they offered me your show, but I turned it down, and they said <laughs> you're going to take it over. But I didn't take it. I didn't take it. We said, Howard's going to keep the show, and that's what they said to do. So I appreciate the question, but Howard, frankly, you're a nasty guy, and Robin knows it, and I really appreciate that.
1: Well, let me tell you something. Um, you know what the test would be? You know what, You know what, Matt, the test would be? If right. Called, would be? If, if you called Beth as me, and if oh she thought God. it was me, you see what I mean? If you want to, uh, honey, you know, if you, if you had it down, one day we'll do it. One day we'll do it.
0: I would love to, and and, and even the, even Jimmy Kimmel. Let's call him.
1: Yes, yes, Yes.
0: yes. We, right. I mean, it's like <laughs> we'll call everybody you know, Kevin.
1: Howard. And we'll call Robin. We'll call Fred. <laughs> we'll call my wife. Don't, we're going to call everyone, Matt, and and you'll win so you, prizes for every person you fool.
0: So you think the impression is that good that I could call these people and hopefully get to, and convince them that it's you?
1: <laughs> Not I think, you know what. Or. I mean, we could even, like, maybe you, by the way, can you go take care of my mother? Cause maybe she'll <laughs> think you're me and, and I would appreciate that. No, Please you know what we y- could do? We could what call do people we do? who, we could call people who like, not like a Robin who would know me and she would, she would know it right away, but we'll call people who kind of know me. Like maybe even we, Ooh. we call like another radio show and you call in as me because you know who used to do this? Sam Kinison. You remind me of this. Sam Kinison's brother. Did a pretty damn good Sam Kinnison and Kinnison could never get up and do morning radio. He, he, he couldn't wake up that early. You know, he, he, he was into substance and he worked late nights as a comedian, but it was really important to go on morning radio shows. So Sam Kinnison would say to his brother, Hey, call in and promote the show. Right. And Sam's brother was really good at it. And he, there's there's thousands of tapes out there of Sam Kinnison on morning radio, but it's not Sam; it's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like if, if like we could have you call some people as me, and and you know maybe even do an interview with me, and we'll see if they could you know if you could fool them.
0: I mean, I that would be unbelievable because I've kind of been doing that already when I've been running into celebrities on the street. So I, I would I would love to do that. That'd be a dream come true.
1: Here, I'm Matt. <laughs> I'll give you a test right now. Let's fill it. Let, let me see if I can. You, you, are you, how familiar are you with our show? I'm pretty familiar. Right. You know Wendy the slow adult? Yes. Okay. Like if we got her on the phone right now, don't you think Matt could fool Wendy the slow adult? I at think
2: least? a monkey could fool
1: Wendy. That's not oh. a really good test. Isn't that a good way to start out? With okay. wendy. Right. yeah i mean okay if like look if matt can't fool wendy then there's something oh, wrong
2: i really hope you get through this matt
1: <laughs> if you can't fool wendy then your impression is no good but i think it's a good impression i think it's solid all right guys I'm can you get by. Wendy? let me see let me see if we can get wendy on the phone hold on and and you know just ask her about her duties and her pps and uh ask her about her diaper, uh, ask her, you know, ask her about Trump. She loves Trump. You know, so, you know, you'll I be able to But you know, we I had to know do it. this. I don't know that she's up. You know, the woman sleeps in late. Yeah, uh, Gary, I think give me she a has a up.
2: substance problem well, you know, and has well, a late night uh, show, well, you, too.
0: <laughs> you know, well, who else sleeps in late is the Howard Stern impressionist. I mean, normally I'm not up at this hour. It's nuts. But ah. but I'm only, only to hear you. That's what I do.
1: Well, okay. I'm, ha- I'm handed a note. It's going to be difficult. She doesn't okay. usually wake up before noon.
0: Well, another time. I, I would love to get to her. And, uh, you know, I, I have to say, you know how you, you're always kind of thinking back on things, you know, you've said. Or, or First of all, you're both, by the way. I, I want to just tell you Howard Stern comes again. Unbelievable. Uh, it thank really you, was thank amazing. You. But, but, thank uh, you. When I, when I, here's a funny thing. When I met Jimmy Kimmel, the very first, he's one of our dear friends, by the way. Your friend, oh, I didn't know not that. Him. No, not, not me, just you. But I'm, oh, no,
1: I'm oh, doing oh, it. Oh, you're doing me. I'm getting confused. But go ahead. And,
0: and, and with the thing with Letterman, it still drives me crazy. He's got to like me more. But anyway, I said to Kimmel, I said, I mean, Jesus. And he said to me, Howard wouldn't start with the Jesus. And that drove me crazy. And he was right. So, Jimmy, if you're listening, I've been working on the impression, and I appreciate the feedback.
1: very good listen matt you got it down i think i think you've come the closest to my real voice and i've seen you with the wig and i've seen you with the 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 you know the whole howard stern get up and the glasses and everything and i think you're on to something oh wendy went right to voicemail she's sleeping all right well we got i got an idea for you we'll figure this out all right oh wait a
2: second oh it's a great game
1: we wait wait, i got a good one i got a good one for you Wait, Matt, I got a good one for you. Tan Mom. You know Tan Mom?
0: Yeah, let's do this.
1: Let's see. You you guys have her?
5: She's supposed to be calling in right now. She's she's calling in?
1: Okay, wait. Tan Mom's calling in. When you hear Tan Mom, I'm going to say, hey, Tan Mom, and then you take it from there, okay?
0: Okay, fine.
1: All right. You know, tell her she's hot. You can tell her she, um, you know, I love, you love your t- her tan. How's things going? You know, you do the whole thing. I don't have to tell let's you what this. to do. I'll I'm ready you. to do this. I'm ready. All right. All right take it easy. <laughs> I'm
0: not going to take it easy. I'm nervous as hell. I'm shitting my pants.
1: Right, very,
0: good, very good.
1: Very <laughs> good. Ask about her dating life. You know, I, I, just do a minute or two. See if you can. Um,
0: a minute. What am I supposed to do? Ejaculate on the spot here? I mean, get, let's go. Let's do this.
1: I think he's got it here. I do.
0: He really does. I think he does.
1: I think so. Uh, well,
2: guys, where's Tan Mom? That's the only problem. Is, is it, I don't, now, hear,
0: the ga- the I don't hear Tan Mom. I mean, what is going on here?
1: <laughs> Robin, what's happening?
2: <laughs> Tan Mom is her usual punctual self, obviously. Right.
0: So you're telling me that the Howard Stern impersonator can't get one guest on his own, even with the real Howard.
1: Right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, I'm lining this up, I think. I'm giving this one more one more second. Dudes, somebody talk to me. Give me uh give me an update. I,
0: I
5: think the problem was relying on Tamom. So now we're gonna call her okay. so there's no mess up. So give us another thirty seconds. Yeah, let's see how Matt. Is.
1: Let's see how Matt does with this.
4: See, this well, could be a good bit. She's again
2: another one who who falls for anything. So again, Matt, well, this is really you're on the Robin, line. If you can't get past Tan Mom,
1: Robin, we're starting out easy, and then we'll get more and more difficult. <laughs> well, one day I'm he's going to call he you. Gets
2: past Tan Mom, that you know, because
1: if you can't get her past her. <laughs> he will. That's he will. Really a problem. We have
0: to do this. We have to do this. <laughs> Matt, my money's on Matt. Unless she's been listening the whole time. That would be a disaster.
2: It wouldn't matter, Matt. That's (laughs) what She could be listening, and she could still
1: think you're Howard. Matt, can you yell at Baba Booey for me for not getting Tan Mom on quick enough?
0: Baba Booey. First of all, it's not just Tan Mom. It's all the guests combined. We can't get anyone on the show. I know it's only (laughs) 7.20, but this is kind of embarrassing. I have this guy. He's been idolizing me. He's been doing the impression. What is going on? We have right. to get these people faster. We could even get him. You woke him up from his sleep.
1: All right. I, I'm not seeing Tam on Matt. I yeah, gotta... can't even
2: get her if they call her.
1: Yeah. Doing, doing stuff on the fly. Tam mom recently. Oh, okay. Okay. Guys, give me, give me a yes or no. Should I bail? And if I bail, then don't tell me she's on the phone five minutes later. Just don't do that to me. Uh, Bigfoot's up Howard. If you want to try him instead oh, while okay. we're working on Tam mom. <laughs> oh, Okay. You know Bigfoot, Matt.
0: I do know Bigfoot. Let's get him on. All
1: right. If you can't, if you can't deceive Bigfoot, there's something wrong with your impression. Okay. <laughs> oh wait, wait.
0: Yeah, hey, Bigfoot, what's up? Is this Bigfoot? Yeah, this is Bigfoot. Yeah. Hey now, it is good, to, good to talk to you, Bigfoot. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Right. And if you want to say hi to Robert, Bigfoot. Yeah, they are the Robin. Hi, so Bigfoot. Bigfoot. So, Robin, how so you doing, Bigfoot, Robin? So, Bigfoot, we, you know, we were just talking about we we had John Hammer uh, very recently, and we were talking about his penis. Now, can you talk about how might your penis be looking these days? Is it how big is it? Talk to us about the details of the cock. It's very big, right? Nine and a half than average long. You said it's average. What what do you mean by that? It's not an average, wrong. Now let, let, let's talk about you know your past. Now what's what's the worst thing you've done? We're talking about it's the Jewish holiday. We're doing a lot of repenting. Now is there anything you want to apologize for in your past? Things you've done that you might be ashamed of. I'm not ashamed of nothing. You're not ashamed of anything. I is, never, is, that is that even possible or no? Robin, are you ashamed of anything?
2: Uh, I'm ashamed of this conversation.
0: Really? <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 Bigfoot, you famously did say, you know, you, you, you did say that, that there was a holiday theme party. You know, what do fuck it? Now, look, now I, I do have to ask if you could fuck anything right now, if there was one object that you could be banging, what would it be, Bigfoot? My, my white caddy around. Re- say it one more time. We we, we lost that. My, my white caddy around. Ah, uh. uh, you're in your rental. You're in your rental.
2: What?
0: Can I, I he you said, hear oh. Howard?
2: <laughs> he yeah. said he would like, like to have his white caddy
0: around. What is that? Oh, uh, his white <laughs> caddy. Gee, yeah, I don't remember Cadillac. My Cadillac? <laughs> Bigfoot,
1: Bigfoot, I listen heard. to me. Let me stop you for a minute, Matt. Bigfoot, you got to right. hear this. The guy you've been talking to on the phone isn't me. Are
6: uh, you
1: one? No. It was huh? Matt Friend, the impressionist. Right. I was testing to see. You were fooled by him. It wasn't Howard. It was Matt Friend. Isn't that
0: something? It wasn't, it, it, it wasn't me.
1: <laughs>
0: no, well, it was. It sure sounds like you
1: oh see there yeah you've been matt friended you've been matt friended all right bigfoot thank you on our phone is uh tan mom hi tan mom
7: hi how are you howard hi robin good morning
0: tan mom how are you good to see you are you feeling sexy am i why? are you feeling sexy today we're just asking everybody on the show if they're feeling sexy oh always (laughs) so now we we were talking with with Jimmy Kimmel very recently, and was there anything we we wanted to know Robin I was wondering what, when you, when when he's been in the studio when when you talk about his breath uh, you know how how has that been in person? I know this is a weird question Tan mom any, any thoughts there
7: um what do I feel about Jimmy Kimmel
0: just, just his breath that's all that's all we want to know how, how does he smell?
7: oh, delicious. <laughs> No, really? he
0: smells fine. Now, you, now you yeah. you've said in the past that he might have a vengeance. Do you think that's true or, or no? No, I don't. Really, now, Robin, do you agree with that or no?
2: I thought she had a problem with Jimmy Camelot. I, I don't yeah, know let, what's going on. Let's talk about
0: the what, what is the problem. I mean, can we, I want to. I want to bring Jimmy on, but I want to. I want to patch things up. You know what, what? What is? What is the problem?
7: Oh no! I just. I was aggravated in the past, um, and then it was just fallon and then I don't know, I got all nervous in front of him and I shouldn't have done what I did. But so, so, if um, I, so if I if I told you
0: that Jimmy was on the phone, would you want to talk to him and repair the relationship or or, or no? Oh
7: definitely. I mean i, really? I think he's awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm, all right, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really stop bad. it I'm gonna stop right now. <laughs> Tam Mom, can you believe that that was what? not me on the phone did you think you were talking to howard stern because that was matt friend doing an impression of me
7: oh no i knew it wasn't
1: you oh <laughs> 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 well matt back to the uh, drawing board i'm so sorry you tam thank uh, you for Jesus. that we wanted to know well listen i thought you did a good job i thought you sounded like me i'm going to be honest with you and um uh, tan mom says she was not fooled but tan mom it seemed like you were i gotta be yeah, honest you
2: went right along with it I why didn't
7: you say this oh, I is was not just talking i was just I, talking i knew that wasn't howard
0: uh, I, I think see. tan mom is covering her tracks that's what i i think you know it was it was howard that's what you thought
7: no i definitely didn't think that was howard i've talked to howard before well is this robin <laughs> sounds like
0: robin that is robin yeah that's the real robin <laughs>
1: well you know let, let, folks let's sum up matt friend who does an impression of me fooled one out of two slow adults he <laughs> fooled uh, bigfoot he did not fool tam mom but uh nah. who knows who knows who knows <laughs> matt good job matt where can we see you work where give yourself a plug go ahead
0: yeah it's all on my instagram just add the matt friend uh t-h-e matt friend and i'm doing a my for, uh, full hour of stand-up uh, for the New York Comedy Festival at the Stan Comedy Club uh, in, on November 10th. And Howard will be in my act.
1: <laughs> All right, there it is. And, Tam, Mom, thank you. You were not tricked, but you uh, no. you were a good sport. Thank you.
7: Okay, have a great morning, guys. All
0: right, and, 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 Howard, before I go, I do have to just say a thank you to John Stamos, Jimmy Kimmel, and Neil Patrick Harris for being our greatest friend. Not mine, but yours.
1: Right. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> there he is, Matt Friend. Uh, I I don't know. I think he's got a quality there. I think he's good.
0: There are
2: moments that he captures you completely yeah. when he, you played that little clip of the Today Show. Yes. When he was right out of the box, he sounded just like you.
1: All right. Look, it was an experiment on uh, like just a willy nilly experiment. And i right, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Um, i mean come on the guy the guy was on the spot he was trying to get something going there with tam Mom, and i'm not fully Absolutely. convinced i understand
2: that but i'm not convinced she didn't
1: right. fall for it exactly that's where i was going i believe tam Mom thought it was me okay so there you have that uh i want to talk about sports for a minute i was speaking with gary and john Hine. John Hine. John, John Hine. John Hine, Robert. <laughs> you know John Hine. <laughs> now I'm now I'm doing his impression. Right,
2: right. Now you're going
1: to be yeah. stuck
5: with that. You'll start uh, no, talking I, like that.
1: Yeah, can we erase that from my brain? Brain. <laughs> uh, the guy who, uh, Aaron, uh, what's his name? Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge. Yeah, now I know his name. I saw in the replay this morning. He hit his six, 62nd home run. They're saying he's the real home run leader even though other guys have hit in the 70s, but they were on steroids.
2: Yeah, either accused or admitted. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, I don't think like, I think if I took a million right. steroids I still wouldn't be able to uh hit he a baseball. would be the home run king. I don't think so, <laughs> but uh I I get what people are saying. Gary explained to me that guys right. on steroids have more power, they they regenerate right. faster, their muscles and all that. So Yeah, I guess we'll disqualify the other guys and call Aaron Judge the home run leader for all time, beating Roger Maris. Well, you know what?
2: Uh, I heard that the ball, you know, like the ball was caught by a guy in the stands. And they say if he wants to sell that ball, he could get as much as $2 million.
1: Gary said they ushered the guy out of the stadium like they had to put guards around him because suddenly he had a ball worth minimally a million dollars. Yeah 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 yeah. so there it is aaron judge had 62 homers beating roger Maris's american league record of 61 back in 1961 and you know what i was feeling you know i'm not a big sports guy but i was feeling the pressure for the guy it was like well he tied the record but if he's gonna beat it he only has three games to do it in and blah 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 and i'm like i vey this guy's got pressure on him which is crazy three games and you got to hit at least one home run right gary it's
8: tough <laughs> It was longer than that. He actually went through a bit of a drought. I don't know if it was uh he tied the record. It might have been like 7 or 8 games ago and then for like a week and a half every time he came to bat they were cutting into other broadcasts and all that kind of stuff. So right. uh, it, it I'm glad he got it before, you know, cuz it was starting to look weird like he might not
2: get it at all. I know. I is- mean, he 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 hit a triple and that wasn't a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. A lot of speculation, too, about what they're going to have to pay this guy now that, you know, that now that the Yankees are going to have to negotiate with him. And, you know, I, I can't express enough how weird I think baseball is. In other words, Robin, if you're that good, you have nowhere else to go but to the Major but League to Baseball. to Major League Baseball, yeah. Yeah, there's no other place he can go. So to me, whatever he's worth to the Yankees, he'll never get paid it. And he'll get paid a lot of money, don't get me wrong. Because you think about it, I was explaining to Gary, hold the thought Gary, but I was explaining to Gary, the advertising dollars this guy's bringing in, I mean, they're breaking into other games from other sports every time Aaron Judge gets up at bat. They're making a phenomenal amount of money, but... They're, Gary, I know they're paying these guys more, and the rich owners are paying more, but they'll never pay him what he's worth. Never. Yeah, but this, the, the big story here
8: is he had a contract year. The Yankees offered him a contract at the beginning of the season that was a lot of money, but Aaron Judge felt not what he was worth. And so he turned it down. He said, I will play the season, and we'll see how it turns out. So he basically bet on himself, and he won enormously big.
1: Boy, does that take balls. I got to hand it to the dude because, you know, when you're, how much money did the Yankees offer him on the original contract? I think it was like the highest, John, you know, the highest paid
8: guy in baseball is Mike Trout. He's making how much a year?
9: Well, this year, Mike Trout's making a little over $37 million. I think they averaged uh, like 35 to $40 million a year for Aaron Judge. And based on the year he's having, because he's having a triple crown caliber year, he's probably going to get close to $50 million a year to play baseball.
1: And here's the thing. That doesn't
2: still sound like a lot to me for a guy who's doing all this
1: Well, in listen, New York. Keep to, that yeah. in mind. Yeah. yeah, to anybody else, I mean, let's face it, $50 million a year is an amazing amount of money. You don't He'll be set for life, and that's all you want. But the the, the crazy thing is, think about that. Somebody offers you 35 million dollars a year, locks you in in a sport where you know you could get injured, where you know you can fuck up, and you got 35 million in the bank and you turn it down. That takes a lot of balls. Oh yeah. That takes a lot of balls. Come the on man. Power in football,
9: yeah. I mean Lamar Jackson who's the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens, he turned down a comparable offer and he's betting on himself and he's never gotten through a season without getting hurt. So I mean, in football, it's even crazier because the injury level is so much higher in that sport. But Howard, that guy's
8: having that Lamar Jackson guy. The first four games of the season are unbelievable. Like if he can finish the season the way he's playing right now, again he bet on himself and he's going to win big.
1: Yeah, but if he, but like John says, you know, football is such a whacked out sport. Where where, I mean, you're gonna get injured. You're gonna get clipped. You're gonna get somebody's gonna do something to you. That takes even more. they, They
2: just had a controversy. You know, they have this whole uh co- concussion protocol right and a guy got up after being hit and was wobbling around on the field 4 days later he was back on the field and got clobbered again yeah. and then he had these weird seized hand things and now the doctors fired and you know football's crazy to take that chance
9: on and football doesn't have guaranteed contracts for the most right. part yeah by the way wow. that's
1: the crazy it thing i bad. didn't realize that to the other day that if you get injured, that's it. Null and void, right? That's, if you can't out? play, yeah. Depends. I, I mean, a, f- a rare few have
9: guaranteed deals, but for the most part, no, they are not guaranteed.
1: That is the most fucked up thing I have ever heard. That is so wrong. These guys, you know, I can't help but think these guys look like gladiators and these owners look like the dudes who stood up in the stands and put their thumb down and told them to go kill each other. Like
2: yeah.
1: I, I, I actually, uh, I said it to John Bon Jovi when John John's a big football fan. tried to buy a team with a group of guys. I said to him, "This was, I think, on the air. I even said it to him. Yeah, and and certainly privately, I said, John, why would you want to own a bunch of guys who are like gladiators?" He didn't see it that way, you know. He the owners don't see it that way, but I see it that way. I see like I don't want to be in charge of a group of guys who are like 50 percent of them are going to get concussions i just don't want to but hey well that guy
2: wanted to go back on the field see that's the thing you know i'm always arguing with they want to do this
1: yeah yeah it's crazy but here's the thing i am so uh, more vested in terms of sports in giselle and tom brady
2: not the uh, sport, the marriage.
1: The marriage. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you something now, and you're going to make fun of me. All right. And I don't know, but maybe some other people feel this way. I'm actually upset that Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen are getting divorced.
2: So I'm you going to say, yeah.
1: Are you? I, yeah. I, I am. I felt like, you know, you read the statistics. 60% of marriages in America fail. You'd like to think, especially when kids are involved that the marriages would last i'm a divorce guy i considered it a scene when i got divorced it's not good for the kids it's not good for anybody but i don't know i you know i feel really good about my marriage and i felt like oh giselle and tom are solid they got a great family they're all you know they're just i don't they know they seem I, I to be
2: simpatico that it would that, that they were all on the
1: same page yes gary why am i sad
8: no, I, I don't blame you. And it was interesting because Tom was on our show and he talked about how hard he worked on his marriage. And so, like, I was like, "Oh, I get it. I understand. It's you know, you, they have competing you know careers and they're trying to figure it all out." But I think where it all went south was he retired, and she's like, "Okay, now it's our time." And then he changed his mind. But let me and ask think you that- this.
1: Let me ask you this. <clears throat> yeah. First of all, she she married a guy in football. All right. So let's say she felt somewhat. Not lied to, but misled by Tom saying Betrayed. I'm going to retire. Betrayed, I think. Betrayed. Is the word they use. But you know, I, you know, I go through this in my own career. I, I'm like, hmm. I, you know, I think I want to retire. I'd like to, you know, before I die, I'd like to have just free time. I've worked hard my whole life, and I, I think I, I, I would enjoy it. But then I changed my mind. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, would a right, woman really on. fall out of love with a guy because he changed his mind?
8: What if you and Beth had that conversation, right? You had that conversation, and then you started to make plans for your life. Okay, you're retired. Now we're going to do this, 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 and this. And, you know, it's more than just changing your mind. Like, I, what I'm reading is that they really started to plan the next portion of their life and make moves and all that stuff. And then he just changed his mind. And I'm not sure how much he
1: let her in on the decision. Boy, I wonder if you're right, because...
2: Well, you know what? I was thinking of, you know, like I said, Roger Federer retired a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things, you know, he had his wife in tears when he acknowledged her because he said she could have taken me out of here years ago. But instead, she kept me out here because she knew it was what I wanted to do. And I, and at the same time, Brady and Giselle were going. I was like, oh, that's the difference that you're I mean, seeing you- right there. You you knew they were going
9: going through this as as a couple. And he talked about it when he was with you, Howard, that great interview. He said, you know, he talked about the letter and all this other stuff that happened. But I also think Giselle, like, she knows Tom Brady better than anybody else. And this guy lives, breathes, whatever, football and how healthy he is and all that other stuff. So even though he might have, you know, pledged and said all those things, she's got to know in the back of her mind. Of course, he wants to be on that football field if and he, could he would it. be and
2: giving up something like something huge for him in right. order to have all this other stuff happen so you and so John also, o, are you
1: saying that you think that maybe there was something more to it than the football thing
9: i think there could be i, I also think there there would be a level of resentment from him let's say he retired and stayed retired and now he's already got a gig as a as an announcer for fox when he finishes so it's not like he's going to be you know he'll be home but not as much but i think she kind of knows what she the bargain was when they married each other and has been living with it for a very long time so i understand her frustration and him saying i want to go back and play what you're
1: saying makes sense but at the same point like maybe i'm relating it too much to myself but I, I, i have private conversations with beth and I'll say to her, you know what, I've had it. i gotta, I got to get out. I don't want to get up early anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. It's too much pressure. It's it's just too much for me. And then she says to me, are you kidding? You would be miserable not working. You've got to stay in the game. Um, it, she, like, tells me to keep working because she thinks I'll be a wreck if I don't. Now, I don't know where where she's getting that from. I think I'd be fine not working, but she thinks there's going to be something wrong with me if I stop working.
8: Howard, you're so, not involved in a physical game, though.
1: That's I think that's a huge difference. Yeah, but wait a second. If Giselle loves Tom Brady, and I'm assuming there's no cheating going on and all that kind of thing, and maybe, you know what, maybe they're just bored because Tom can get any girl he wants and Giselle can probably get any guy and they probably may, you know, how old are they? What, 40-something?
10: He's Tom's 45. 45.
1: Okay, he's so 45. maybe he's, Maybe he's got the seven-year itch, you know what I mean? I, I don't know what all the factors are. He might be doing a dance right now going, I can't wait to fuck some girls, you know what I mean? <laughs> who knows with this guy? I'm telling you. And she might be doing the same. She goes like, yeah, I can't wait to fuck Pete Davidson. You know, I don't know. Because um, that's who she'll end up with, right? She'll be fucking Pete Davidson. But I'm thinking if I'm Tom, well, that
2: might keep him back home. Wait a minute. I'm losing
1: her to Pete Davidson. That's why I'm saying it. If Tom Brady, Tom it's Tom thinking this through, does he really want his uh, Giselle is his beloved Giselle fucking Pete Davidson? I mean, you know, I, I don't want Beth fucking to Pete Davidson. So I, I think what's going on here is very confusing to me. I usually have a beat on this stuff. But if I was Giselle, I'd say to myself, well, listen, this is what my husband does. I don't want him playing another season. I don't want him getting hurt. But at the same point, this this is what he's got to do. I wouldn't leave the dude. I wouldn't get well, a divorce. It's, it's
2: back to that thing. And I read the Vanity Fair article. I think it was Vanity Fair that she gave an interview to. Yeah, And she said that, you know, they had this plan, as Gary said, that he was going to retire. And now it was going to be her time because... She put her whole career on hold when she married him. She what stepped was her off the, the runway. Modeling? She was the biggest model in the world. Yeah, so what, she wants she to go back to that? Deals. She endorsement deals. Wait had, a you know, second. Hold look. on. She wants okay. to
1: go back to modeling at 45 years old. Trust me, it ain't the same uh, world out apparently, there.
2: Apparently, there is still a demand for
1: her. Let me tell you and something. And
2: so she had all of these things she, you know, thought she wanted. Maybe she wants a clothing line. You know, like they She m- m- the you know, She wants to go stand in front
1: then, of a camera all day and have her picture taken. That's her I'm big just burning desire. I'm telling
2: you what was in the article. I don't yeah, but, know what people get out of modeling. If she I've said never to me. Done it.
1: If she said to me, "I want to go um, practice medicine, or 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 run for president, or be a lawyer," like him, yeah, I can't imagine she's burning <laughs> to go stand all day in front of well, a camera. I'm just telling Wait.
2: you what she said in the article. She has opportunities. Mom. She wanted to get back, uh, you know. And if you've had a huge career, Howard, you're not taking that into consideration. No. She was the Tom Brady of her industry, and I and think she with that r- stepped oh. off.
9: Well, here's what article, I'm saying yeah well right, that article, what i got from that article everything robin just said is true but it was like these are the sacrifices i made for this relationship That's i right. was willing to do this this and this while you're playing the football and winning yeah, Super but here's Bowls. the thing
1: as gary just pointed out if the guy wasn't playing football you know he's going to have a career um commentating he's going to be running that sportswear company or whatever he has in other words, the guy ain't going to be sitting at home with Giselle sitting there, you know, picking his asshole. He's going to be out doing a ton of shit.
8: Right. But when you're when you're an announcer, that's like more like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or even Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But, you know, he, he he's not getting the shit kicked out of him on Sunday. And then so you're, Monday, you're right me, back
1: in. wait a second, she loves him so much. She wants to be home with him and have more time with him. But she's willing to leave him they, because he's going to play football. This is fucking ridiculous.
8: Or maybe she wants to concentrate. Like, like you're talking about that, Howard. But like, why is her passion, whatever it is,
1: less important? Because I got than his it. Passion? I'll tell you what the conclusion I just came to. He's dying to fuck some girls, and she's dying to fuck some guys. That's it. That's what it comes down to. I hate to be, but we're animals, and it's a basic thing.
2: But, but it would, it would, would, would then what you're saying is, even if he quit, she would leave, and it would right. break up.
1: Bingo. Now you yeah. got it, Robin. Now, Howard, you, now you, you're on
2: something. You, can I ask you
8: a question?
1: If, <laughs> yeah. if
2: you said
8: you wanted to, you wanted to continue to go on, cause I know you and Beth, you guys are so in love, right? Right. And if Beth said, gee, I wish you would, you would retire, Howard, but I understand this is your passion and I completely support it. You wouldn't right. just walk away and say that I'm just going to keep going. That would weigh on you, wouldn't it? Yes. Like you, you would be like, I know I love Beth so much. I know she doesn't want me to do this. I got to really think about this. So yes. I wonder if there's some of that going on. Or not enough. But if, but,
1: but if we love each other so much, we're willing to overlook the fact that Tom has a Jones to play football. Do you understand there's something else going on here? And I believe it is a dating fever. The two of them want mm-hmm. to get out there and mix it up. They see what's going on out here and they see what's happening and they want to have new partners. It can't be about anything. Now here is an excellent Giselle impersonator who is now going to do a Giselle impersonation. Oh. Yes, go ahead, ma'am.
4: Right. This is Giselle. Right. So the thing is, the football field is a freaking aphrodisiac, Robin.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Giselle. Are self, you sure this right? isn't the real Giselle? You're really good. You're really good, right? Right. <laughs> right. right. Robin. Right. Robin. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Robin. Wright. Right. Um,
9: Howard. I don't know if I agree with your theory, but let me ask you this. Let's. What, what do are you? you what's
0: your theory? Well,
9: uh, think about the situation. He agreed to retire, and then he was going to work on Fox Sports, which he's going to do when he's done, okay? Right. She says, great, that's what we're doing. Months go by. Then it's like, you know what? I'm going to go back and play another year.
1: He probably looked at her, and he said, honey, I can't walk away from football right now. It's my legacy. I'll be like a phenom. You know, this is like a thing. I know I can still play. I want to play, and then she might say, "Geez, I'm to- so worried about you. I love you so much. I don't want you to play." But I, you know, I, I, she wouldn't go. I'm walking out on you if you go and play. Why would so- if she's so in love with him, she doesn't want to divorce but that's him. that's
2: why I bring up the Roger Federer thing because it was completely the opposite. His wife knew about his passion to be on the court, and so instead of saying, "Look, we've got four kids, we've got this, we've got that, and we have all the money we ever could want for," She said, Roger, if you want to do it, I'm behind you.
9: Right. See, and that's what I think Beth would do for you. If you retire, yeah. and then six months later, you're like, you know what? I miss it. I want to go back. I want to be there. I don't think Beth would say, okay, bye, you know, see ya. I'm, I'm going to go. Listening,
1: uh, I'm listening to all of you. I'm accepting what you're saying, but here it is. Tom Brady is ready to play in the Super Bowl of pussy. You understand what I'm saying? He knows now. He is going. He- hey, don't He's you want to reap betting- the
2: rewards? Yes. Of being uh-huh.
1: king. <laughs> yeah. He wants to be king of the universe. He's going to get so much pussy, his head's going to fucking explode. He can't even. He he probably already has jumped in, and and we're just we're we're late to the game already. John, what are- um what are the betting odds? You have them. John has betting odds on who Tom Brady will date next. Mm. Uh, yeah, and, I, well, and I'll bet on this Do
2: we have brackets?
1: <laughs>
9: yeah, Bova- uh, Bovada, which is the place I go to for the Super Bowl odds you know, the prop bets and stuff like that I got to immediately get a notice yesterday they've got odds on who Giselle and Tom are going <laughs> to date next which is ridiculous <laughs> right. So the wow. favorite. For, so according to Bovada the favorite for Tom Brady is Alessandra Ambrosio She's
1: 8-1 No, I don't believe that I believe that Alessandra Ambrosio is like too desperate for him like in other words i see i met her backstage at america's got talent with heidi klum and heidi Uh was teaching alessandro ambrosio how to get the press and get twitter followers and instagram you should have heard this discussion my head was exploding heidi is teaching alessandro ambrosio the supermodel she goes you think Alessandra. they were talking
2: about splitting the atom for the first time, right? They're and I, reinventing yes, everything. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you and I'm sitting there, I'm sitting in my chair, they're like uh pretending to do my hair so they have it on camera. I usually sat in my dress room so I wouldn't hear any of this fucking nonsense. <laughs> but they made me come down to a room and get my makeup and hair done, and they film you like that's what we do on America's Account, that we all sit in the same room. It's like like the Beatles living in the same apartment, bullshit kind of thing. So I'm sitting there getting my hair done in a fake way. It's not really being done. And Heidi's standing next to me and she's supposed to be teasing me. She's going, Oh, look, and he uses a hot iron. Ha 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 I'm like, Am I really being goofed on by her? Am I really going to fucking put up with this shit? I go, uh, you know, I, I just sat there. I was defeated. I really was. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'd I, given up. What has <laughs> happened to me? Oh <laughs> look, and then, you know, and then Howie comes over. I, I don't have any hair. Uh, I, I just get the fuck out of here, all of you. <laughs> so, I mean, I couldn't take it. And um so I'm sitting in the chair and they're fake twirling my hair. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden I see this incredibly hot chick. I mean, and Heidi's super hot too. And I said, I must either be maturing or I'm dead because the two of them, I want them away from me because I'm <laughs> listening to this inane conversation between the two of them. And I'm like, I, I, I don't want to be anywhere. I said, I finally reached the, I've finally reached enlightenment. I don't want to fuck either to either one of these two.
2: I, I wish I had been there to see that. It was an amazing
1: moment. I took the only I one who was around been me. been through
2: the moments of you listening listening raptly
1: to these I inane
2: know. conversations. Robin,
1: Robin, I was like, the, I, the only one, Ralph was there. You know, uh, I said, Ralph.
2: He was the only witness. I go,
1: like, Ralph, I don't want to fuck <laughs> either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tidy's telling this Alessandro Ambrosio, if you want to get social media follower? You got to make sure you get on picture. And on picture has to be doing something funny. And then on this and that and blah. (laughs) And Alessandro Ambrosio's head exploded. She's writing everything down. Sure enough, I had never heard of Alessandro Ambrosio. Two months later, I'm watching everything I see on social media. Alessandro Ambrosio, page six, Alessandro Ambrosio, Daily Mail every day alessandro ambrosio she went to school of heidi klum and heidi klum gave her the key because i couldn't get away from alessandro ambrosio in the news (laughs) that girl alessandro ambrosio is a quick learner she sat at the feet of heidi klum and if you think Heidi Klum doesn't know what she's doing, she because she' "Oh you got to do this on Daily Mail and you got to do publicity on red carpet and on the, on the, on the red carpet and then I have my own photographer and on the'm like ah! <laughs> <laughs> is this show business what am I doing? Well, let me tell you something and this is a this is a compliment to Heidi Klum. she must have known what she was talking about. Because now I know the name as Alessandro Ambrosio, and there isn't a day that doesn't go by. I don't see a picture of Alessandro Ambrosio at a restaurant, on the beach with her thong, playing volleyball. She sat at the feet of Heidi Klum and listened, and now she's a star. There now, you go. So I refuse to believe that she's going to get the uh, icing on the cake, so to speak, and get Tom Brady now. No. Not standing right. for it. You won't I will stand call. for that. <laughs> I have Tom Brady's text. I never bother the man, but I will text him and tell him to stop that bullshit.
9: <laughs> she's not for you. Uh, another model, Candace, I don't know if I'm saying her last name right, Swanpole, S W A N E D O E L. She's a South African one I supermodel. I, she's gorgeous. I, she, I, she's I, see her 1. On,
1: I thought she was a girl on like um, like a, one of those TVs, um, like, like, like a 90210 or something, Candace Swanepoel. I see her name, too, on Daily Mail. She must have sat at the feet of Heidi Klum, too. She's a Victoria's
9: Secret model, or was. I don't know if she still is. Yeah, Victoria's
2: Secret is hardly anything anymore.
9: Right, right. And they've got Lindsay Vaughn at 25 to 1. Oh. Lindsay I'd put
2: money on her. I would
9: put oh, money on her. Oh, no, was... no, 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 no.
8: Yes. No, no, no. Robin, I no. saw a documentary on her. She's like, she's literally him in a hot body. Like, she's got the same mind
2: as him. Yeah, no, but don't. he doesn't want to be with himself. That's what I'm saying. Mm. You know, she dated Tiger Woods for a while he had to get out of there. You can't do that. They were
8: together for a good a good chunk
2: of time. They weren't together well, for Well, she was skiing then. As soon as she got off the
8: <laughs> off if,
1: if it's me, I don't slope, want to fuck. he
2: was gone.
1: I don't want to fuck a girl who fucked um Tiger Woods. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Um to me well, Tiger, Woods, Tiger Woods is kind of a weirdo and it's like that she's to me in my mind she's a weirdo, so I stay away. You know. I think I do, and then I meet her, oh, and then Oh, get I out of here, her.
2: Howard. I Again. know, I know. Okay, Let's go back okay. to your uh,
1: history. Uh, okay, you don't have <laughs> to go back. I'll go back to your history better. <laughs> I, no, I. Di- you didn't listen to the end of the story. I said, in my mind, I wouldn't fuck her, then I'd meet her and fuck her. So there you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just calm down over there before you start talking too much.
8: John, but, is there uh, no money on just a regular person that's not famous? Ah, that that's is f- what I
1: was going to say. To me, the greatest thing, about being a celebrity like Tom Brady. To go up to a hot chick, a regular hot chick. What do I mean by regular hot chick? You see him all the time. And and Donald Trump taught me this. It's the greatest lesson he ever taught me. He said to me, celebrity girls like movie stars and stuff, they're not the hottest chicks. He said, if you're going to go out there, you got to go out and get yourself like a hot hairdresser or a bartender or or like like regular hot girls. And I think what Tom Brady ought to do, and this is where my money is on the bet. A regular girl who's super hot, and then all of a sudden, like Pretty Woman. Remember when Richard Gere taps the prostitute Julia Robertson and says, I'm going to take you into my world? And she's all grateful. She's blowing and fucking him every fucking ten minutes. Is that what the movie
2: was? I don't remember.
1: For me, it was. (laughs) You got to get a diamond in the rough, a hot chick in the wild. And then you grant her, like a vampire, you grant her celebrity status. And I'm going to tell you, and I've said this about Donald Trump.
2: You know, like we know of two, you know, he's had two famous women relationships.
1: Understood. But I'm telling you what he should do. It
2: seems to be like what he likes to do.
1: Trump doesn't know foreign policy for shit. I mean, he sat there and sucked the balls of Kim Jong-un. But I'll tell you one thing he knows, it's pussy. And uh, he even said it. He said, and right, Rob, right, Robin, didn't he say he grabs them by the pussy? <laughs> he knows pussy. <laughs> what a, what a hero. Well, anyway, <clears throat> I think the move that Tom Brady should do is meet like a hot chick you never heard of. And fuck her brains out. Howard, I remember yeah. a make her famous and Make her famous. Find a hot chick with low self-esteem. Who doesn't even know how hot she is? A girl who wakes up every morning and goes, "I'm not even hot. I can't believe how lucky I am to be with Tom Brady." That's who you need,
8: Howard. I can't remember who it was. <clears throat> it was it was some years ago, but I remember somebody a, a guy was dating some woman that was like maybe the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen, and it turned out that she was like the hostess
1: at a steak restaurant in Vegas. Exactly. That's and uh, Tom Brady should be with a hostess at a steak <laughs> restaurant. Well,
2: I remember you once coming in and telling us a story. I think that was, yeah, you were like trying to buy some furniture or something. And the woman at the furniture store.
1: This is a true story. (laughs) I was with an interior designer. I was a newly uh, minted bachelor. And I walked in this girl beeline for me. And she said to me, and you never saw a a better beauty. She said to me, here's my number, but I'm only giving it to you if you promise to call me and ask me out. (laughs) <laughs> and i was embarrassed this has never happened to me in my life take a look at me you can you can believe me when i tell you this never happened and i said okay uh, you know what I'm, gonna, I'm gonna insult her but i never called her mm. i never called her because i said she's got to be nuts you know she what, would what, look at me and giving me and giving me her number something wrong with her
2: well you anybody know she's do- doing that to anybody she she knows or no. or thinks has money
1: well, that's why Tom Brady's got to go to like Walmart and he's going to see a hot cashier and he's going to walk in and he's going to go, hmm, okay, this is what Howard's talking about.
2: Well, maybe he um, should call you and get some coaching from you like Heidi coached Ambrosia or whatever. One thing, we
1: know, about, yeah, one thing we know about Tom Brady, he needs a coach <laughs> <laughs> and he responds well to a coach.
2: That's right. He, he is yeah. coachable.
1: Well, there are no odds to
9: Walmart, cashier, or a hot
1: Vegas <laughs> steak. Who, would, who do they have? Do, do they have Pete Davidson down for um, Giselle no, he's, today? He's not on the Giselle yeah.
9: list, um, which surprised list? me. Uh, Bradley Cooper is eight to one.
1: Oh, let me think about that. He doesn't want his, uh, Tom Brady's four kids. I don't see Bradley. I could see Bradley fucking You don't see him being her.
2: a stepdad?
1: <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, think, I think if she had one kid, okay, Bradley could handle that you know combine the families but um i'm going to speak for bradley he's not interested he's your vice
2: president you should know
1: yeah <laughs> yeah. we don't need the aggravation on the campaign trail <laughs> now,
9: now keep in mind this is next boyfriend not next husband they got leo at dicaprio at 16 oh, to yeah. one
2: no 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 she's way past his age way by too date.
9: old ma'am yeah, robbins but, but but wouldn't
8: that be the ultimate fuck you for her to tom to date leo
1: let me tell you something giselle is gonna listen it's going to be interesting because she's got the four kids. You know, Tom's going to be running around like, oh, yeah, I love my kids. I'm like, but he's going to be dating up a storm. Yeah, we, we, we have gotta... joint
2: custody, all right. Right.
1: <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Take custody of my joint.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, who else I got on that list? Uh, Michael B. Jordan is 16 to 1. Michael B. Jordan? Well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Sergey Brin who is 16 who to is one that? who I is think that he's one oh, of is robin one? you don't know who sergey Brin is what's wrong with you isn't
9: he one of the founders of either of google or, or yahoo one of those two i think google maybe but I'm not sure. i
1: don't know i can't believe you don't know that i knew it yeah. don't worry john <laughs> go ahead i
9: i don't um uh, riz ahmed is 20 to one the actor well she's got a terrible list
1: <laughs> i want to, exactly I, she should stay with Tom. you know who's uh, you know why i think she's gonna marry rupert murdoch he's single
2: now. <laughs> oh he's single now jerry hall and he just split up <laughs> yeah i,
5: I have a different him. i have a different list that does have pete davidson on it really? uh from what, are the from, what are from the odds what are the odds she hooks up what are the odds she hooks up with pete davidson on your list oh uh, it's from bet online i don't know what plus 1200 means but it says pete davidson plus 1200 it's 12 to 1 <laughs> jason momoa i guess 18 to 1 Leo, t- Leo 20 to 1, John Mayer 20 to 1, uh, soccer oh, player.
1: That would drive Tom Brady crazy. John Jason, Mayer,
2: you think
5: would
1: be? Well, John Mayer would and also Jason Momoa. Like, can you imagine oh, your yes. woman is with Jason Momoa? Like, you know, he's crushing it. You know what I mean? He's like, she's like, oh fuck, why did I waste my time with Tom? Jason Momoa is like the Tom Brady of fucking, I'm sure. Look at the size of that dude. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, remember when he was fucking the Khaleesi? Boy, he looked like he knew what he was doing. (laughs) That was acting. That was (laughs) acting. That was
5: not acting. (laughs) That was
1: not acting. That guy ain't that good an actor, honestly. He was throwing
5: her around. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Soccer player Neymar, 20 to 1. Chris Evans, the Captain America guy, 25 to 1. And Bradley Cooper twenty five to one. Again, I uh, except for Bradley, I would stay with Tom. <laughs> and then on, on Tom Brady's <laughs> list, they have Taylor Swift fourteen to one.
1: Yeah, Taylor oh, Swift's That's on this one happy. too. But if I was Tom I Brady, I would I would fuck Taylor Swift. You know why? That would be fun.
2: Leave that would Taylor just be alone. Hasn't she had
1: have a song an album? <laughs> hey, I got a list here from another betting website a zillion to one benji Bronk, who writes for us (laughs) says a zillion to one can you believe that but i might i might take that money i want to be a zillionaire yeah
2: that's good money
3: Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, you bet a dollar you get if you if you bet a dollar on benji you could get a zillion dollars (laughs) (laughs) if benji gets a date with giselle Uh, well uh
2: isn't leo hooked up with that one of those hadid girls
1: yeah, yeah but that could change
2: in a minute, Robin. You know how that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, it certainly changed from his last girlfriend to this one nope. in a minute. He doesn't even let his uh, penis air out before he's in another one.
1: George Decay, hi. How are you? Am
2: I on Tom's list?
4: Uh, Brad oh, and out. I would love some Sunday wrestling with his with uh, his football team as a bye. <laughs> <laughs> Brad. <laughs> Brad, get in here. Bring some uh, tortilla chips and guacamole. It's time to uh, watch Tom Brady and his tight end.
3: <laughs>
1: wow. All right. Well, there you go. Howard, one
9: last thing on the Aaron Judge story. Uh, I just saw this. A reporter, they reported that the guy who caught the home run is the vice president of an investment firm that manages almost $200 billion. Oh, so, what but, a yeah, waste. Yeah. So when they try to get that ball from him, it's going to be a very interesting negotiation because uh, he doesn't really, it sounds like he doesn't really need the money. So Does he have to negotiate go. with him? No, no,
1: he's not selling it. He's not going to sell it. Oh, it's his ball. He could do whatever no. he wants with yeah, it. Yeah, but he doesn't he's, even he, have
2: to talk to them.
1: He's got so much money that he doesn't need money. So now he wants the item. I assume guys who manage those big funds, they all seem to have a shitload of dough. It's like crazy
2: well, money. Well, you know, that year-end bonus, most people would take as a lottery prize.
1: Yep. Let's see here. This is Beth in Pennsylvania. What up, Beth?
7: Hi, Howard. How are you? Hi. Are you? Good. Um, I was calling because I didn't hear you guys talk about Giselle's career and like you we all did. i was totally oh you did i must have been on hold when you did
1: well and, i mean listen you know, she had a good career and there's no reason she shouldn't work on her career and if she that's what she wants and he could work on his career i don't understand why that would uh, cause a divorce i mean i don't know if she wants to go back to work go back to work who gives a shit it right, doesn't make she any can sense. go
7: back to work but should he support her when when she goes back to work no, sure. Be there for
2: look, the everybody's supporting everybody. They got nannies up the wazoo. There's no right. and the kids are older. They don't really need that much watching.
1: Yeah, they don't need uh, like somebody like Tom, you stay home with the kids and I'm going to go back to work. It doesn't like work he's going
2: to be way. driving kids to school. That doesn't <laughs> yeah. that doesn't need to happen.
1: All right. Look, uh, here's Tom on his marriage when he was on our show. This is the clip we were looking for, Robin. So,
11: OK, here you go. A couple years ago, we had you know, she didn't feel like I was doing my part for the family, you know, and she felt like I would play football all, all season and she would take care of the house. And then all of a sudden when the season would end, I'd be like, great, let me get into all my other business activities. Let me get into you know my football training. And she's sitting there going, well, when are you going to do things for, for the, for the house? When are you going to take the kids to school and do that? Right. And that was a big part of our marriage that I, I had to like check myself because she's like, I have goals and dreams, too. It's just not to, you know, do these things either. So you you better start, you know, taking care of things at the house. So two years ago, it, as it related to even football for me, I had to make a big transition in my life to say, I can't do all the things that I wanted to do for football like I used to. I need, you know, I got to take care of things in my family because my family, was the situation wasn't great. Yeah. She wasn't satisfied with our marriage.
1: I got it now. She feels, you know, she's a hot chick. She's used to guys, you know, going yeah, nuts over all
2: her. over her. Yeah, uh,
1: he's so busy with his career and being, you know, look to be that level of an athlete and to be successful, you got you got to be self consumed. It's just the way it is, and the woman's got to understand that. And she ain't on. She ain't putting up with it. She's like, hey, I'm hot too, and like, you know what? I want a guy paying attention to me. So this is about. She wants to get laid. He wants to get laid. They all want. They both want hot romances. This is yep. it. That's it. I'm done. The, the, the topic is over now.
2: Well, that's it's what over. I read in the article that he, you know, he never saw her as the hot commodity. She
1: is exactly. In other words, when they first met, he was he, he was putting the intensity into the relationship like he did right. with football, and now he's like, you know, uh, gives this shit. Patted a million times and done.
2: She's here now. She's well, I'll get back right. to her.
1: <laughs> right. And they're both anxious. They're both they're both itchy for big romance. And Richard Gere, Julia at, Roberts. You know,
2: just like you said, this this mm. time of their lives, this is it.
1: Like Now's you know, the time. this is your last hot period. <laughs> right. Believe me, I know. I was hot a little bit for me at forty-five. You wait you wait five, six years, suddenly you're not so hot. It's like this is this is the the peak of your hotness,
2: right? And last, Giselle knows last it. Night, you sent me, or at some point, you and Beth sent me some pictures from 14 years ago of me, and I was right. like, "Who's that
1: girl?" <laughs> You're like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm hot. <laughs> I want to meet her." Right. What Ralph? I'm done with this. What do you want to say?
12: Well, first of all, you know. He he can't go into the wild
11: and just meet girls,
12: you know. he's, he's Tom Brady, they're all going to make a fuss. And like you say, he needs to coach. He needs somebody out there like me
1: who can pick up girls. Oh, for get out of here! Get out of here!
2: I know now he's lobbying to be uh, Tom Brady's wingman.
1: Well, I should I shouldn't have hung up so fast. I mean, Ralph was kind of my wingman when I got single, and he's the reason I did meet Beth. Like That's Ralph true. scouted out. Yeah, Ralph. You know, I, I call back Ralph. I, I want to apologize. He's not. He's but not Tom out of Brady line. Tom
2: Brady doesn't need Ralph as a wingman. I'm
1: sure. You want to know wingman. something? He might need Ralph. Uh, Ralph's pretty he's good at
2: drunk. it. Gronk Gronkowski will get out there and wingman for him.
1: Gronk's mm, a pretty big guy. You know, you don't need, you don't need, <laughs> him, you know, you don't need him out there. You want a Ralph, a guy who's non offensive and just, you know, no. But it's true. I mean, I used to go out with Ralph. And, you had a squad. Um, yeah, I had a pussy posse. <laughs> the only problem with my pussy posse is I went to bed at like, the latest I'd stay up is 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So we would go, like Ralph, go, you got to go to this club. There's tons of hot chicks. And I'd go, okay. And then I'd go, well, we got to go now. He goes, it's 8 a.m. This thing doesn't start <laughs> cooking until 3 in the morning. I go, it's going to cook now. Whoever's there, I'll meet. Me I don't care. There's got to be somebody there. I ended up dating like the waitress or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know the guys would always say, Howard leaves at 1030 and the velvet ropes come off and we're shuttled out into the crowd and the women disappear.
1: My (laughs) posse would come with me and they'd go, uh, and Ralph would be all full of them. They'd be like, "Uh, bottle service, please, over here, quick, quick. Bottle service on the table we're going to need. And he'd get it and then I'd leave and then they'd throw him out of the table and take back the bottle. That's right.
2: They would get it right out of that prime spot.
1: Yeah, I wasn't real good at dating. My dating happened between five o'clock and nine o'clock at night. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. Uh, anyway, um oh Michael Rappaport has some insight. What up, Mike?
13: Hey, how you guys doing? All right. Um, listen, I know you, you, you have that crack staff there. That I'm surprised that some of this stuff looked through the cracks. First of all, DiCaprio dated her years ago. Leonardo DiCaprio and Giselle dated years ago. The fact that you have like 25 people working for you and they let you go on the air and no one corrects you is is just sad. And also, (laughs) here's another another little piece of information. So, yeah, Leonardo had her in her prime. So he's not going back to that. Here's another little piece of information. And maybe your crack staff could figure this out while we're talking. Tom Brady was dating at the time I can't remember her name but she's a good actress she was a very well-known beautiful working actress. Yeah. They were dating had a kid with her. They have- Bridget
1: Monahan. They Bridget Monahan.
13: And Giselle stole Tom Brady from Bridget Monahan and Tom Brady, you know, they have the kid. I'm sure the kid is well taken care of. But that's a, a another little thing that happened years ago that your your,
1: your crack staff. Uh, fell. Well, oh, I we knew that. knew that.
2: I know that.
1: Well, and let me you correct you. You it, said though, I have uh, my, You said my crack staff is sixty people. It's seventy five people who ignored telling me that you should know.
2: Well, yeah. uh, I did say that he has dated, as we know, two famous women. He likes famous right. women.
1: Yeah,
0: we got it, but Michael. He, I,
2: Okay, well, no, you don't have it, Howard, okay? And,
13: and I would be certain, well, well, no, you don't have it. And, and the fact that your lead producer may or may not be dosing and microdosing shrooms during the show uh, right. is probably true. one of the reasons. Because who knows? <laughs> the guy could be, I mean, you never know what's going on with this guy.
1: I don't, he I could, do not know. Would you look into it for me and let me know? Um, Thank you.
13: Oh, I'm looking into it, my friend. Yeah, you, know, right. you
2: really had no information for us this time. I'm I sorry.
13: just gave you the Leonardo thing. That's a big deal. They didn't just go out He was with her for like zero you know I don't know In Leonardo two years, like three zero. months, like four years.
1: You know, I was watching you on uh, Watch What Happens Live with uh, Andy Cohn, and you were on with Erica Jane from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I enjoy I enjoy seeing Michael doing things beside acting. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought Michael though could have been a little tougher on Erica Jane about the earrings. I thought he was somewhat in, in enamored with Erica Jane. I, you oh. know what I mean? Howard, you're so right. You
9: are so right. Howard, are she, so
13: right. <laughs> she gave the earrings back. The earrings are already again. Your crack staff is failing you, Howard.
1: I saw that. I know that she gave she gave the earrings back. Because the court ordered her to, but I thought that you were going to come down on her a little bit and say, "Hey, listen, baby, you should give those earrings back anyway." Um, am I right, JD? J- I'm just saying. How I'm just he say saying.
5: Good. He has some sort of friendship with Erica Jane ever since the beginning. He has like been nice about her. He's been an Erica Jane apologist. Uh, he's just been mm. on her side the whole time. Uh, that so you're not going to get. Not it. true, JD. Oh, you're so. Don't told. even go there, dude. You're just so full of shit.
14: Oh, you, 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 you got you. you shut
13: up! You stuttering fool! You don't tell me I'm full of, full of shit. You stuttering animal! Listen, what, <laughs>
2: what do you think of our crack staff now? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah,
13: they they woke up. They they woke up. I'm not an Eric the apologist, and I thought John Hamm. He's a little late to the to the party. She gave the earrings back. What more can I say? She's in the middle of a court battle. You can't just go. Are you
1: are you in love with Erica Jane? Be honest. Are you a little bit? No, no.
13: I I love all the Housewives. I'm a fan of the. I, I, I don't go hard on any of the Housewives, really, because I look at I look at it. One thing I have to say, Howard, is I feel like you judge the Housewives. And yes. I look at it, to, to me, it's like a show. To me, it's like Not Flanning or Dallas or like As the World Turns. I don't no. get involved and I don't judge them personally. Like uh, the look at
2: him, a Mr. Nice Guy.
13: He's, no, the uh, entertainment that they give. Well, me, listen. The entertainment that they give you, Howard, and your wife, and then you sit there and you talk about them like they're trash, but you continue to watch.
1: You continue I watch, to watch them passionately like you do. And I'm glad that you're a guy who admits to watching Beverly Hills Housewives like oh, I do. I, every that single me, day. That's right. It gives oh, me. Oh, he's a Bravo holic. He's a Bravo holic. Is fine. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I like a guy admitting the truth. You know, some there's got to be some dudes watching this thing just like The Bachelor. But I feel yes, that's what they're there for. I comment on them, and of course, they're there to be judged. They're horrible people. They're terrible people.
13: What they do you mean want- they're terrible? They're, look at the entertainment that they're giving
1: us but but michael they flaunt their wealth in the face sure. of a lot of they they, sure, uh, they i
14: don't see you living in a hovel no disrespect you
6: know no, but a i Hubble.
1: don't put yeah. it out there yeah. i don't put it out there for people to say i don't and also they say horrible things about each other they 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 say that they, they're they nasty to one another they're, they're terrible terrible people i mean it's unbelievably but like, shocking
13: but it, it, it's 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 a it's show business. This is the Howard Stern show. It's the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills All right.
1: show. You mean you think and it's think, like wrestling. You think it's a, like more scripted than we know.
13: No, I don't think it's more scripted, but I'm saying for them to go out there and show how crazy they are to to, to insult each other, to flip tables, to 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 to, to pull wigs you have to you have to treat them with some level of respect for the entertainment value. I don't think it's right, fair enough. Uh, I don't think we, it's wrestling, but I'm just saying I feel like when you talk specifically about the Hounds one, you talk down to it, yet you're yes. there every single weekend salivating.
1: Yes, I love the show, but as you know on our show, we only lift people up here. That's our motto. We wanna <laughs> we just want to build saying. people up. That's right. Who will Giselle date and who all right. I'm gonna give you the last word, Michael. Don't bullshit around. I just want a name. I don't need a whole explanation. Who will Giselle date and who will Tom Brady date?
13: I think Giselle's done. I don't think Giselle's gonna be in the streets with some famous person. I think she's older. I think she she was in the streets oh. uh when she was younger. She's a, she has like they have like how many kids they have? Nine, ten kids? Right. I think she's fin- finito. Um Tom Brady, he's another one. I don't think I, I think he'll come up for air. Uh, 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 you know, when he's finished playing football, I think this guy is so focused on being a, a football player and being the greatest football player ever. He's, you know, he's old. He, he. I, I don't think like he's going to be dating young supermodels. I just, I, I think he's a different kind of. He's like a machine, that guy. So I, I don't have a great answer for you. I don't think Pistol Pete Davidson is coming, and I don't think one of these supermodels is coming out of the woodwork. Uh, um, I
1: believe. I believe. Uh, well. I believe Tom believe- Brady will be dating. Yes, I believe Tom Brady will be dating within the year. Very soon, we're going to hear about a new romance. Uh, I agree sort with you about- of
2: feel like Michael, but I don't think I don't think Tom Brady's going to play the field. No I think either. that he's going to settle in with someone. What he's do you think of this?
13: He's 45 years old, Howard. He's
1: old. Oh, please. Old. That ain't old, dude
13: all as like he's not going to be running in the streets he's the guy he eats avocado ice cream he's all worried about his inflammation as we all should be worried about it he lives a very regimented life i don't think he's going to be like at studio 54 dancing no, around but he'll be he'll... he'll be he'll be micro dosing shrooms like some people that we know I don't <laughs> all think right fair like enough
1: <laughs> tom brady and erica jane what are the odds come on all right never Never zero happened.
2: to none
1: michael Rappaport <laughs> and erica jane I, I give that some odds all right michael thank you oh, married, i'm sorry michael man. Rappaport, I'm a great actor a, a commentator on a lot of subjects about uh especially beverly hills thanks michael thank you guys yeah
2: why well, isn't is. he doing a fantasy football show you know a fantasy housewives show fantasy football he knows housewives
1: I couldn't believe it. I tuned in the Andy Cohn show to get a wrap-up on the Beverly Hills. And who's sitting there? Michael Rappaport (laughs) and Erica Jane. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) I go, what's he doing there? But he had things to say, I have to admit. He knew what he was talking about. He was well-versed. Play something else. Coming at you. Trying to think what this song is. (laughs) Ah, ah. Tu- 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 Tom's Diner, Do- Suzanne Vega, coming at you, WNBC, WCCC, AM and FM, 50,000 watts of Southern New England rock, coming at you, coming at you, yes, you, I see you, I see you in your car. I
6: am sitting in the
1: morning, the diner on the
2: corner, I waiting at
6: what
1: happened to her? She was a nice woman. She used to do our show.
2: She's still making music. Is she? You know that for a fact? Huh? Show off.
1: Show <laughs> off. You know, uh, on the original album, Suzanne did this song, Acapella. And for those of you who don't know, that means no instruments. <laughs> and, Look at uh, you educating the public. The yep. Acapella, acapella means no instruments, Robin. Uh, you didn't know that. <laughs> uh, Suzanne did this song with no instruments because she was too broke to hire a piano player. That's the word I got. And, uh, and then some producer put music to it later on. And it yeah, somebody
2: remixed hit. it somehow. No. And it became a
1: it? It's kind of annoying But it, it's catchy, isn't it? <laughs>
6: Alright,
1: good job, Suzanne What's I going to tell you? Mm, got so much to tell you Well, I got some bad news yesterday And it really made me sad The um, This is a very personal thing But I've talked to you about this before, Robin. There's a guy who uh, I got my first radio job in Westchester, New York, at a station WRNW. I was the worst announcer there. I don't mind telling you that. It's the truth. I'm not being humble. I just was shitty.
2: This was the first Um, guy who um, hired you?
1: The first guy who ever hired me was a guy named Donald J. Barnett. And he was a great guy he overlooked the fact that i sucked on the air and said you seem like a responsible guy you're not a hippie i had just cut mm-hmm. my hair short and um and he hired me and you know gave me a job which was a miracle i was so bad on the air and the reason i was bad on the air is i tried to sound like a radio announcer it's this is the truth and i was nervous and so my voice would go up like this so this is what i sounded like on the air like up here somewhere very tight i'm not i'm not joking and then i'd go and then and then in an effort to lower my voice i would be like wrnw W." what progressive music from the woods this is howard stern talking to you you know like that it was so mm-hmm. bad and i spent about a year and a half there two years and i didn't get that much better honestly Cause I sound, I was trying to sound like one of those guys, those New York DJs, like on WNEW or WPLJ. I was trying to sound like an announcer, whatever that was in my head. Right. You know. But anyway, two years I'm at this shitty radio station, WRNW. It was fun radio station, nice people, but you couldn't make any money. The most I ever made there was $250 a week. And the, when I started, I was making $96 a week. So, you know, it, was, it wasn't looking promising for your boy here. But anyway, I knew how to get out. So I started to send my audition tape, which was a shitty tape. The The reason my audition tape was a lie is that whenever once in a while I sounded good, I'd record it. And on my audition tape, I sounded good. But if you were to hire me, you would you would see I was bad. Well, I see a thing in the in the Billboard uh Billboard uh magazine. Wanted morning man for Southern New England's best rock, WCCC AM and FM in Hartford, Connecticut. I see the ad and I go, "Hmm. That seems like maybe I could be that." Now, I had been sending my audition tape around secretly because I didn't want to lose my $250 a week job. I um I I sent my tape around and everyone rejected me. I sent it up to a soft rock station in um Connecticut in in uh, Bridgeport they rejected me. They said I sounded horrible. This is after 2 years every day on the air for 6 days a week I still sounded horrible. That's how bad that's how bad I was at this. Uh things were bleak. But I see this ad, WCCC Morning Man. Funny, we're looking for funny Morning Man. I'm like, "Hey, vay. I don't know. Okay, I, I'm. I think I'm funny. I don't know that anybody else does. <laughs> Plus, I was talking like this on the air.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's what made you funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they they hired Kermit the Frog or something. So, so um. I call the guy who's running the radio station up there, a gentleman by the name of Bill Nozzle. Bill Nozzle. Ah, I've heard you mention that. Yeah, Bill Nozzle. And Bill, um, he said, why not? He talked like this. He sounded like Scott Muni. He goes, why don't you come up here? I'll give you an audition. I go, audition? (laughs) Uh, You heard my tape. No, no, no. I I don't believe in that. I heard your tape. You sound good, but I need to come on up here i'll give you an audition <laughs> so i didn't know what this meant i go up there he throws me i meet bill he was an intimidating guy he looked like kind of like a football player handsome guy and he says to me you know and he was good on the air uh-huh. he was the program director and he says to me why don't you go in that little room over there we got some records and we got a, a microphone do 20 minutes and let me hear it Well, i get in there now you can imagine I'm shitting my pants. I never auditioned before like this. And I'm, I'm sitting in the room going, <laughs> trying to get, trying to get my voice deep. I'm going, hi, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, this is Howard Stern here, you know. <laughs> and, uh, I'm, it was a disaster. Robin, like as bad as you're imagining it to be take it back 25 times bad <laughs> multiply it and square it oh, that's dear. how bad it was well i handed bill the tape he says i'll get in touch with you and uh a couple of days go by i'm sitting there at wrnw working six days a week and uh no call from bill nozzle did mm. my lifeline I go, Jesus Christ, I fucked this up. No call from the guy. Hey, vey, so what I'm you going now? nowhere. I, I don't know where I got the guts because I was not a gutsy guy. I picked up the phone and I called him. Oh. I said, Mr. Nozzle, you can call me Bill. It's not like we're ever going to hear from each other again. <laughs> he basically said, he said, uh, he goes, Howard, you seem like a nice guy, but, um, uh, I don't think, uh, You know, I don't think I don't think you're for us. I was devastated because imagine the jump, you know, to go to Hartford, a 50,000 watt FM signal that covered southern New England, whatever, wherever that is, whatever, I didn't even know. I didn't even know what that was, (laughs) but it sounded impressive. It was somewhere between Boston and New York. Right. And uh, it was an FM rock station, which, you know, that's my thing. And to boot, they had an AM station that they simulcast on, so you'd hear me on AM and FM at the same time in the morning. I said, Mr. Nozzle, I messed up my audition. I admit it. Would you give me another chance? Would you let me come there and audition again? I, th- I was nervous, and I, I screwed up, and I didn't do any jokes or anything. All right, okay. Come back oh. up here. It was very nice of the guy. It was a gentleman, because there were a lot of people who wanted this job. I drive up there, and, uh, you know, after a long drive, I'm woozy. I sat down in the studio. I had two jokes prepared. Uh, Well, I had one joke prepared. The one joke I had was uh, I was talking up a record, and I go, WCCC AM and FM, and uh, here's Stevie Wonder. By the way, um, you know what Stevie Wonder's uh, favorite uh, color is? Corduroy quarter no, that was my joke and thank you i know i'm cracking you up i know it's hard to believe right it's a miracle i got anywhere and then um i played a a um i think it was a who the hell was I, a national lampoon bit uh-huh. I, it wasn't even me being funny. i just go hey like i'm like hey let me uh let me play this but it it must have sounded somewhat better. At least I had a little bit of personality. And lo and says, "All right, I'll hire you. I'll give you. I'll give you a shot." Wow! I, See, I, that I was must unbelievable. Have been
2: some, that was a home run you hit with that next audition. Uh, uh,
1: either he was a genius, like on the level of Lorne Michaels, who was able to uh, discover talent, or he was yeah. a complete moron <laughs> who had no idea what he was doing. I choose to think he was a genius. He saw a diamond in the rough of me. Yeah. Because no other person did. There was no one else. Nobody else
2: saw anything.
1: Nobody saw anything. Lights out, Robin. (laughs) And, uh, you know, he said to me, you know, you've never worked for a radio station that gets ratings. You know, you've never been part of that whole thing. This is going to be a big jump for you and blah, blah, blah. And I said, Bill. Uh, I am so excited. I'm going to be the morning man and I can't wait. You're going to work six days a week. And on Saturdays, you're going to do a six hour shift. I can't wait, Mr. Nozzle. Thank- Call me Bill. It's okay. All right, Bill. Uh, you know, I'm ready, man. I'm, I'm ready. Your man. I'm your man. <laughs> You'll see. And they offered me $250 a week, which uh, was uh, more now than that I deserved two hundred fifty dollars a day no 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 you're
2: fifty dollars a week
1: yeah Uh, and i said to him you know i i said bill i i can't even afford to move i I gotta get a moving truck Uh, i don't know what to tell you i go i go uh two hundred fifty dollars a week I, i i i don't have an apartment i'm gonna have to stay at a hotel he says, well, you, I don't handle the money. You got to talk to Cy Dresner. He owns this station. <laughs> so I called up Mr. Dresner and uh, I negotiated and I said, listen, you got to help me out. I, I got so I got to stay the first week in a hotel. I don't have any money. I had zero money. Yeah. Uh, everything I earned, I spent, you know, just on rent and food and gas. And he said to me, Mr. Dresner said to me, all right. All right. I'll <laughs> give you $65. Uh, I said, that'll be more than adequate. $65 a night. At a- no, no, no. $65 for the week uh, for your hotel. <laughs> it's $65. I said, okay, gotcha. Hotel? I found out. He said, go to the Berlin Turnpike. I go, where? <laughs> Berlin Turnpike. You'll see there are hotels for $65. He was right. There's a place in Hartford called the Berlin Turnpike. Back in the day, they had these, um, you know, for an hour, you stay there and you fuck your whore. That was the hotel I stayed in. <laughs> and, uh, I pulled in 65. Sure enough, it was $65 for the week. I told you, uh, I think my second night there, a bullet, a bullet came through the wall. <laughs> I guess some pimp was threatening his, uh, his hooker or something. Oh it was goodness. unbelievable. But they put me on, on a, on a 50,000 watt FM station. Me howard stern the world's shittiest announcer they saw something in me bill nozzle saw something in me i don't know what he saw i don't know how he knew that i would be good and i ended up you know getting better there i get get it getting so better that uh, the competition wanted me out of there i started to get ratings i got national exposure i started it to hell with shell movement i started calling japan to release paul mccartney from prison i started to do stick lock bits do you understand robin i met fred norris I met Fred Norris there. He started doing voices. I'm actually coming come in, Richard Nixon here. You know, Fred, Fred was a uh, ball of talent. And I tell you, and it was amazing
15: that he allowed you to do that because he was pretty tight. He was very strong about keeping everything cool. So to let me do voices on the air and let you do what he did, he really gave you your first significant job in radio. And I got to say, you're the greatest Robin- broadcaster in radio. So who, who is, is that? that
1: talking? He discovered who the greatest is that? Broadcast. Who's there's some talking voice to the broadcast? Uh, who I don't know who <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I, I, love... I just got handled a note that was Fred Norris. Uh, oh, I love I love oh. Bill, so there you go right, right. well Aww. Fred uh, and I love you, Fred. so um and I love you so thank you. I met Fred there, and uh, we started to uh, really you know and Fred was the overnight guy, and he would mm. hang around and help me and do some voices and things and and we uh, we had a lot of fun and uh lo and behold i got How to did you
2: discover fred did
1: voices i was uh it's a weird thing I, I i can't tell you the exact moment i recognized that fred had any talent and wasn't going to chop my head off but um <laughs>
15: probably when i started he... putting your albums away and i started doing voices i think well he he had he
1: was the overnight guy yeah and and it was a lot for me to coordinate the morning show i was on my own i didn't have a staff i didn't have anybody And so you had to put the records on. Then I'd be trying to plan a funny bit. I'd be, you know, it was difficult. You had to tape your phone calls. I couldn't take a live phone call. It was tremendously difficult. I don't even know how I did it uh it, you know, sometimes I would be working a tape recorder. My record would be running out, and I'm, like, talking to someone. Hi, WCCC, AM and FM, you're on the air. And so, hey, Howard, how you doing? I listen to you every day, and I'm looking over at the record. And it's almost ending, and I got to get to the next record. It, it was a fucking nightmare, you know. But you, you did whatever you had to do to succeed. And Fred would see me struggling. And uh, I guess he was gonna. he was also a college student, so he would go over yeah. to the college he was in. But he had an hour or two. Before he had to leave, and he'd help me put away some of the records. He'd like he'd get me, he'd grab a record for me. I mean, I needed help, and they didn't have money to get anybody to help you. And so, uh you know, and then all of a sudden, I don't know. Sometimes I go, I hear him. He'd say to me, you know, hey, I do uh, Howard Cosell. I said, you oh. do? Let me hear that. And he'd go, rah, 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 rah. and I go, oh, this is Howard Cosell. So I said, uh, hey, Fred, next break, I'll tell you Howard Cosell. Blah blah blah. And he said, yeah, I'll do this. And he would ad lib, and he was good at it. Fred yeah. was really good at, like, just kind of reading my mind and going with me with whatever we were doing live. And I think I mean, you had a guy who did Muhammad Ali,
15: and they would get into arguments.
1: Yeah. And Fred was a good overnight announcer. I mean, he was like, hi, this is Fred. You should have heard Fred. He was like, hi, this is Fred Norris, WCCC. <laughs> and he had a pretty good uh, sound. Uh-huh. Um,
15: better than it I was had. $150 a week.
1: Yeah. You must have been jealous of my sc- my salary, 250 a week. <laughs> no, not at all. I saw how hard you worked. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, Fred was the nightbird, you know. He was doing his thing.
2: He was uh Hartford's nightbird. <laughs> How asking. did you did you
15: did did you have
1: to audition for that job, Fred? Uh I
15: think what it was is uh there was a, a God block on Sunday mornings. You know, those half hour shows they would put on. They would be like uh Father Bill Ayers, yeah. uh it would be like, you know, Christian radio stuff. And they just basically needed someone to go WCCC, WCCC, F M, Hartford. You know, and do the weather. And that was it and tie together the segments of the uh, programs. That was my audition. <laughs> that oh, was it. So Plus you, I did you got uh, that. college radio.
1: Right. And then when they heard you say be reasonable with the Sunday morning programs, they let you do overnights. Pretty much. Okay. So, um, anyway, uh, this guy, Bill Nozzle was such a, a gentleman and he was a tough boss too. I, he was a bit intimidating. He managed me, he did. He'd be like, Howard, I'm the quarterback. Everything was a football analogy with this guy. <laughs> Howard, I'm the quarterback. And I'm gonna tell you No no, I know what it was. I'm the manager of the I'm the coach, but you're the quarterback. You're my guy, I depend on you. How the morning goes, the rest of the day goes. So it's on your shoulders, buddy. And uh you need to play more Bob Seeger. <laughs> and you need to play more outlaws southern new england likes country rock more southern rock yeah more southern rock i go i don't even know what that is but i'll play it bill you tell me 38 special marshall tucker yeah yeah, yeah. so i've started playing marshall, marshall tucker, tucker wow. into 38 can't you special <laughs> can't you see and outlaws uh, uh and, and what was the other one Hurry, uh, what's sundown the- <laughs> <laughs> whatever the guy said i play he seemed to know music he, they said he had good ratings bill had good ratings so he really did yeah so uh and then we'd have um, meetings where Ooh. at night and i was like hey, hey people don't know me here you know when you're the morning man you just want to go to bed you're so fucking yeah. exhausted but he would have a meeting where we'd have beer and pizza and he'd like a coach he'd say to me i called you all here today tell you again howard's the quarterback i'm the coach." And you're the midday, and you're the this, and you're the afternoon drive, and yeah. And what we got to do, we're in competition with WHCN. They're our competitor, and we got to beat them, and they've got an Abram station. So they got an advantage we don't have. They have research, but we're going to get their research, and we're going to beat them. And we're going to, you know, he had to give us a pep talk.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: The jock meetings were at 6 p.m. for beer and pizza. Now, what... You know me with my girlish figure. I ain't drinking any beer, and I'm not having any pizza. <laughs> so you can imagine what would go on. But Bill was very nice and solicitous. He uh, had me over to his home. We had uh, at the time, I remember, with his wife and uh, his young children. And he was uh, he accepted me in like family, and he was very very good to me. Very lovely guy. And if it wasn't for him, I don't think I would have had a radio career because I never would have gotten out of that dumpy station WRNW. And because he hired me a year later, they grabbed me for Detroit. I must have been doing something right under his tutelage. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was a good coach and a good leader. So I get a call about six months ago, maybe, Fred. What was it? Six, seven months ago? Actually, Did I you checked check- my emails. It might have been back in January. Okay. In January, Fred gets in touch with me. This is this guy who knows Bill. Bill's not feeling well. He's not doing well. He thinks Bill's ready to check off the planet. I go, Bill's ready to check off the planet. He ain't much older than me. He's 77. You know? Oh, he was. Oh, he is. So he, was, so he had a good 10 years on me. So, uh, But I didn't know that. And uh, the guy tells me he's sick. And I said, oh, shoot, I got to call Bill. I haven't spoken to him in years. So I picked up the phone. I called Bill. I go, hey, Bill, how you doing? Doing all right. What's up, Howard? I would not heard from you. I go, you sound <laughs> great. He goes, I feel great. I go, what's going on with you? Um, He goes, what do you mean? I go, I heard you're not feeling well. I heard you're sick. Who told you that? I said, uh, a friend of yours. I don't know his name. I knew his name. But I didn't want to, I didn't know. I was getting right. nervous. I didn't I said, want
2: to rat him out.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, I had some cancer or something, but I, you know, there's nothing. I'm fine. I'm feeling great. I'm telling you, they're exaggerating it. I said, oh, good. And we caught up. You know, we had a nice conversation. Asked him how he's doing, blah, blah, blah. Told me about the kids. He had grandkids. The whole thing, man. It was great conversation. Bill, Where I love you. Where was he by
2: this time? Was he still up in
1: uh, 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 the New guy.
2: England area?
1: This guy got an offer. This was his famous story. He goes, you know, Howard, I got an offer from KLOS. Los Angeles. Now, I knew every radio station. I said, you got an offer for what at KLOS? To be the program director. Years ago, they called me up. Bill Summer called me up from KLOS. They want me to program the whole thing. I go, and you didn't do it? Nope. I don't want to leave Hartford. I want to stay here. I go, dude, my understanding of the radio business is when they come a call and you go, bro. <laughs> you, don't, you can't stay in Hartford. You ain't going to have a... uh You are not going to have a career in radio unless you're willing to move. I love Hartford Howard, and I'm staying. I'm going to live here, and I'm going to die here. I'm never leaving. I want to raise my family here. I said, holy shit. I told you, either he's a genius or he's maniac. I don't know which. (laughs) But he was very highly respected, so he could have gone to the number two market in the United States. been a big deal program director but he chose to stay in hartford he loved it there but i know listen when they came a calling from detroit i got the fuck out of hartford i said (laughs) bill and when and when i was in detroit and they called for me to go to washington dc and and larry berger was calling me from there i go i'm going anybody wants me i'm going only place i ain't going is toronto because they called too but anyway uh uh so i had a great conversation with bill in january as fred says and uh, this is going to sound weird again you're going to think i'm making this up but i swear to god i'm not this weekend i said to my wife i said jesus i'm thinking about bill noz i gotta go i gotta check in with him see how he's doing you know he had he relaxed me so much that he was fine that i didn't do anything Mm -hmm. well sure enough i get word yesterday from fred i got word from uh the guy who uh, originally contacted me, his friend, and I got word from uh, Gary Della that uh, he got word from somebody else. From Ryan Battles, friend, bo- our bo- buddy, Buki, that Buki, uh, Bill Nozzle had died. The guy who oh. gave me my break in Hartford. And I got to say, Bill, rest in peace. Uh, before he died, Bill owned, a, owned a, an advertising agency called The Advantage Group. He got into advertising years later. And... Um, what a super! What a superstar he was! What a nice guy! My coach, my original coach there, Bill Nozzle, saw something in me nobody else did. And uh, rest in peace, buddy. I can't believe you're gone. It really affected me. Did it affect you, Fred? Absolutely. He changed my life forever. I mean, no, I, did no, no, me no, no,
15: no, 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 no. I changed your life. I changed. Well, your life he gave me my first Stop job it. in radio, and right. you took it a step above that. So. That's really what no, Fred, it was. And I don't know if I'd even be in the radio. Fred, Fred yeah.
1: wait a second. I'm going to revise that story a little, okay, if you don't mind. You can even revise it any I, way you want. It's I think it's show. great that Bill, Bill did give you first job, but fuck. I yeah. mean, you know, come on.
2: Me? Oh, I mean, the first okay. job was announcing between the Bible
15: stories. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I got I mean, promoted. I got promoted. Yeah. I got to say hurry sundown
1: by the outlaws. All right, turn off Fred's mic. He's a real disappointment. No, no, but you were you were as affected as I was, right? Because Bill was such a totally. nice guy. And, yeah. Totally. And he believed and in us. Believed in you know how Gary was
15: waxing poetic yesterday about how you should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Right. I'm going to go on a record right now. He should be in the Radio Hall of Fame because he uh, discovered... He kind of gave you your your first significant job. And for that alone, you're the world's greatest broadcaster. He should get credit for that, too.
1: Fun, you know, he was a fun guy, too. You know, mm-hmm. the guy who ran the radio, the guy who owned the radio station, this guy, Cy. Um, Bill would tell me stories about him. And I couldn't, you know, I was upset with Cy. wouldn't give me a raise. <laughs> but um he would tell me "Sai would fire djs in the middle of their air shift if he didn't like what they were doing i mean if we, if i would shit my pants because i'm like oh my god si's gonna fire me whenever i would do something a little bit outrageous yes. even when i did to hell with shell which was considered controversial i was like oh is Sai gonna fire me in the middle of their shift he would walk in he wouldn't even tell Billy. he'd fire there say, get the fuck out of here and then he, this guy was an old guy, which he had a suit and tie on and go, he, he'd sit down at the mic and go, hello, I'm Mr. Cy Dresner. And now you will hear from Mr. Leonard Skinner. <laughs> and Mr. Led see. Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. He even said Mr. Led Zeppelin. Uh, and Bill would say to me, I can't, I told Cy, he can't fire people in the middle of a shift and, and go on the <laughs> air. It's really bad for our rock and roll image. I go, you're not, you mean Mr. Leonard Skinner, he said. <laughs> But uh, Bill uh, Bill took a chance on this guy. I'll, I'll play a tape of this guy. Hi, I'm Howard Stern, the program director of Westchester's Rock Station. You know, it's really hard to describe what makes... Okay, we heard enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, oh, ooh, gives me the heebie-jeebies to hear that. <laughs> All right, well, rest in peace, Bill. And um,
2: Yeah, thank I you, know- Bill because I never would have met Howard if he hadn't gotten out of Westchester.
1: Exactly. We wouldn't have met each other. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. 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 Ah. Ah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you my mistress. Thank you my mistress. Again.
1: Anyway, bill Bill we go. You gotta say the call letters right or I'll fire you. you know, I don't wanna see you get fired. I go, what? You gotta say it like this WCCC, AM, and FM, Southern New England's best rock. Because if you didn't say it like that, you would supposedly get fined by the FCC. Yeah, there was a legal way it was supposed to be said. You could only put and between the AM and the FM. Yeah. WCCC, AM and FM. And then Southern New England's Best Rock. You couldn't break it up. Right. I would shit my pants when it came to the top of the hour. i go, WCCC, AM and FM, Southern New England's Best Rock. <laughs> I was shitting my But
2: pa- you didn't have to say, like, uh, the area where you were. Like,
1: yeah, it was like, New York WCCC. Or, yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. WCCC, AM and FM, Hartford.
2: That's right. Hartford. I remember, yeah, there was always, in small stations, yeah. there was always, you got to say this correctly, because it's legal.
1: All these fucked up rules. God only knows, if, and they, they convinced you that the guy from the FCC was listening, and he would know.
2: Right. Yeah. And even that could get you, you know, yeah. your license taken away.
1: Um, I don't think Fred got to go to Bill's house like I did. I don't think he was Actually, important enough. Actually, I did. Enough.
15: Oh, you did. Actually, you were important actually, enough I did. to go yeah, to Bill's he, house. For some, he intimidated the shit out of me too. But for some reason, he liked me, and he invited me over. And uh I looked at his vinyl collection; it was bigger than Gary's. And wow. we would talk <laughs> about music. And uh when I got on the phone with him back in January, it's like we picked up where we left off, like forty years ago, having a conversation about music. And it was just as enjoyable speaking to him then. So wow.
1: By the way, uh, now that I'm thinking about God it, I think you. I. I think I picked up the phone and told you Bill was sick, and I said you should call him. I think I was responsible for that. I think you did. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, Fred doesn't know what to do. I have to tell him. I go, Fred, Bill's sick. Go pick up the phone and well, call Well, it's not him. like it was on a billboard anywhere, and I knew. Yeah. I'm annoyed Fred got invited to Bill's house. I didn't know that was happening. You
2: thought that was a special yeah. privilege, and yeah. now yeah. you realize he everybody did. was getting it. Yeah, what a disappointment.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, so Fred and I met there, and we've been together ever since yeah and uh of course robin says i never would have met robin if it wasn't for this man bill nozzle so thank you mm-hmm. bill and uh, i'm so sad i got so affected when i heard the news of course uh you know it's a guy from my past i, I, I just and
2: your personal history is yeah, yeah you know the, that's a through story to your life that just ended you know yeah. like, as long as he's there it's a through
1: story exactly just feels weird yeah yeah. All right. Rest in peace, coach. Bill Nozzle. There you go. I'm going to put a. Uh, we,
2: are we playing Southern Rock?
1: <laughs> no. he would end like up. Piano be, Man or something. Billy Joel. This is Root Beer Reg.
15: He would always Root Root end his show with ah. this song. And no yes, one else would play it except
1: Bill. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> yeah, he said, No one play this. You did play it. You're gone. Yeah, he was the only one allowed to have, like, a theme song, you know what I mean? And he was the only one allowed not to, you know, he was allowed to play whatever he wanted. Right. um, Pretty much. Not us. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, enough of that. Might actually cry. Uh, Travis, you're on the air. Go ahead. Thanks for taking my call,
0: brother. It's been a while. Um, I was just wondering, with all your therapy you've had, um, have you ever had a uh, counselor tell you you had body dysmorphic disorder for uh, obsessing about your penis size
1: well uh you know when i first got into therapy i didn't really know what therapy was i'd only seen like therapy on tv you know what i mean like and like my idea of therapy was oh you go in there and you tell the therapist everything you know like everything all of your secrets all of your darkest thoughts all of that that's all i knew and (laughs) i remember we have something w- in common. We've been in
0: uh, therapy the same amount of years. You've been since 1999. I had a mental breakdown, and I've been in since then. That's 23 years.
1: Did I go into therapy in 1999? I know. I've always wondered how long. Once I've been over in. The, you said it once over the year, I think. Wow. So well, that's, let me do some math because let's see, 2000 to 22. 23. And if you had one, it's 23 years. Jesus. Anyway, so Ain't 23 years <laughs> ago, 23, yeah, me too. But 23 years ago, I walk in and I'm like, you know, I sit down and he goes, you know, tell me about yourself. And I go, I have a small penis and I think it bothers me. (laughs) And he he goes, what? Uh, I go, like, I thought that's what you're supposed to do, you know? (laughs) That was your biggest problem. It was my opening, so like, I go, (laughs) I don't don't even know if I opened with that, but it was like, you know, yeah, you know, my, you you know, I do a lot of routines on the air about my parents, but we have a great relationship and everything's cool and this and that. And I go, and I guess it bothers me that I have a small because pe- 'cause I've thought like Sigmund Freud penis, you know, it's psychoanalysis. And he he looked at me like I was out of my fucking mind. And never even He's he never like even, he, I got
2: a live one here. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know what either I, Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I will to give you an idea how so I, I piss on my balls, okay? You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> like the guy's looking at me like I'm not and I don't think I ever brought it up again once I once I got into it, because it's ridiculous. All right, Travis. Well, I talk um, to
0: doctors about it, and they get really pissed. Like, it's like, I got I got patients in wheelchairs, and they got, like, people are a lot worse than you, and it's like, well, somebody needs to talk about it.
1: Yeah, Well, I don't know. You know what? Keep it to yourself. That's what I've learned. I, I've learned to keep quiet in therapy and about a lot of stuff. So, there you go.
0: No, not therapy in life. I mean, if somebody's oh. going through depression
1: and the struggle with it, they, yeah, they can be suicidal. I'm I told Robin the other day, I never told her this before that I have handicap plates. That, uh, <laughs> no, did, you told now me that.
2: Anybody, and I was yeah. shocked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, as I as qualified. Those, uh...
0: oh, I was going to ask you a question. What? Has a girl ever said, Are you a throat? Like, have they called you a throat tickler?
1: No, 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 no. I... I don't know what it is about. My penis is weird. I, I When I'm hard, I'm like, I'm over six inches, believe it or not. But uh, I don't yeah. even know how to explain that. So I'm just not, I don't look good. Um, all right. Enough about my penis. Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> By the way, uh, we did mention uh, the start of October yesterday. The fans all wrote in, all excited about it. I have so much to get to here, Robin.
2: Do you know what I heard about this morning? What? Croctober. Croctober? I was like, do they know we have Cocktober? There's a a brand of shoes called Crocs.
1: Oh, yeah, I know that.
2: And they have now dubbed October Croctober.
1: Oh, there's going to be a massive lawsuit. That's
2: right. Lawsuit, lawsuit, (laughs) lawsuit. There you go. Good for them.
1: (laughs) They can have it. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Cocktober preview. This year we celebrate blah, blah, blah. Oh, Howard, happy fifth anniversary to October. The decathlon is going to be solid, cock gold. I can't wait to hear what else you guys have in store for this sacred month. People love the idea of Eric Andre joining the celebration. I really Did hope you Eric hear Andre, from
2: Eric Andre.
1: Listen to the fan feedback. I'm going to give you a little uh, exclusive. Okay. I really hope, uh, Howard. I really hope Eric Andre heard the October segment. If anyone can make a October miracle happen, it's oh, that guy. Please ask Sal or Richard to get in touch with him and make it happen. Well. After the segment, Richard received a text from Eric Andre himself, the superstar Eric Andre. Of course, you all watch him on TV and the movies. Eric Andre texted, quote, I'm throwing my cock in the ring. Ah. He's all in. Oh, my goodness. So there's something exciting. That's some great October news that Richard and Sal are going to have some real competition. Uh, We're going to match up. A Howard Stern exclusive. Thank you. Yes, where Eric Andre and High Pitch Eric will be competing in uh, October, and especially in the golfing event where uh, he will fish a um, uh, with a fishing pole tied to his cock With magnets, he will fish out a fish out of a high pitch Eric's asshole. So uh, I think that's the
2: fishing. The golf is to try to put a hole in one in Eric's ass.
1: Asshole. Yes, (laughs) yes, Robin. That's right. It's going to be great. Everybody loves Cocktober. Warning,
9: warning. There are to be no vaginas on the premises.
1: Sayonara slits.
9: Bye.
11: It's Cocktober.
6: Venus every day, da-da-dee-da-dicks. Venus oh every day, <esofunction chutoten Laura> dee It's the joy of knowing what Cocktober's about.
2: Cock-t- Telling your good friend to whip it out. Cocktober, let that semen fly.
1: Well, i have the chills bill nozzle would have loved this he would have loved it he would have loved, loved Cocktober. i know it i don't I know about Cy, si, but yeah, uh, i si, might, si might have fired <laughs> me um yes yeah, so Cocktober. oh here's a person who is disappointed that sal won't dock his penis onto richard's penis mm. sal used to be such a team player he's already done every wild stunt in the book a little penis finger trap in the spirit of Cocktober never hurt anybody. Be a man, Sal, and step up. I agree. Um, another fan thought we left out a major moment from Sal's cock history. How can you revisit Sal's greatest cock moments and not mention the Scott Schmeer and hypnotism segment where Sal lost his cock? What's wrong that with you guys? True. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, what the fuck that. did you do? What do you mean? <laughs> What's going on, Sal, Wait. My cock
4: is gone. My cock is gone. What do you mean? Oh, Dude, my stop. Cock no, is it. No, no,
1: no. Calm down. Calm my down. Cock is Calm down. Calm down. God, take, it take, you know it
4: take it easy, you fuck.
1: You know what? I think you're Take it down. easy, Fal. I think it's there. Oh my
0: God. not Don't Put my cock back, please. Put it back. All right,
1: Sal, close your eyes.
0: Put it
1: back. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. What's going
5: Sam, Sam, Sal, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your, like, your eyes, and fuck it'll fuck be. I close feel?
1: your eyes, and it'll be back. It'll be back.
0: Close your eyes. Close your
5: eyes. And- close
1: your eyes. have a heart Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Sam, I'm gonna count to three, and your cock will be back. One, two, that? three. Oh my god! Oh my god! Was oh, I wasn't scary.
5: expecting that. Jeez,
2: that was right. one of the scariest moments of the show, because I really thought that Sal was going to to just collapse or faint or have a heart attack. I've never seen I, anything like that.
1: I was so scared because I thought, oh, man, this hypnotism is, by the way, hypnotism is 100% real. That was no bullshit. Sal ain't that good an actor. No, he and, could never uh,
2: act like that.
1: No, it was fantastic. But I really, I mean, he was, he was terrified.
2: He was sweating. He was hyperventilating and he was freaking out.
1: Everybody wrote in that I should be in the rock and roll hall of fame. Um, Howard, you've done uh, more for music, radio and entertainment than anyone else in the industry. I've been saying for years that you should be in the rock and roll hall of fame. It's time to make that happen. Um, there's no reason why Howard shouldn't be in the rock and roll hall of fame. He's done more for showcasing musicians in the masses for decades his impact on music culture will live on long after we're gone i got to tell you i never even thought about being in the rock and roll hall of fame but Robert and gary convinced me that now i'm upset that i'm not in the rock and roll hall of
2: Fame. <laughs> we made him um, angry at the rock and
1: roll hall of fame you did i'm like what the fuck S- <laughs> sh- screw uh uh, uh, uh aqua lung screw screw <laughs> ian anderson I-, I deserve to be in the rock and roll hall of fame solid argument today for you to be in the rock and roll hall of fame but never mind uh Never mind Billy Joel, it should be the Whack Pack who inducts you. If Beetlejuice isn't available, perhaps we can have a hologram of Eric the actor induct you. There you go. Um, well, now I'm interested in it. Now I'm interested in it.
2: Do You belong in it.
1: <laughs> a lot of comments on Ronnie and Apples and that whole thing with Chris Wilding. I'm not going to get into it. I mean, it is unbelievable the amount of mail that generates. Ronnie busting apples balls for working in trailers as Hall of Fame material. A lot of people were for Ronnie. A lot of people were for apples. Uh, A lot of people were all sexed up about Natalie, who called in. But I'm not going to go revisit that. That'll take me an hour. Natalie will
2: probably have some more friends now.
1: (laughs) Uh, You know what? People like Robin. This shocked me. The Instagram followers game. It was a big hit yesterday when you and I played that. Uh, Howard, my wife and I were playing along while you tested Robin, and I got nearly every answer wrong. I would have never imagined that Kim Kardashian and The Rock combined have almost 1 million, with a B, followers. Yeah. One person requests that we play a version of this game with the Wack Pack. Have you ever thought about quizzing Robin on how many Instagram followers the Wack Pack has? I put my money on high-pitch Eric having the biggest army. All right, let's, let's play a little, Robin. Um, oh no you're good at these
2: i'm better at the stars than uh, i will be at the whack pack i'm sure uh,
1: i'm going to name a couple of um whack packers and you first tell me which one of these people has the most followers okay right. that's easy jeff the drunk bobo high pitch eric tan mom beetlejuice
2: how about putting more names on the list? What do you I'll t- do it
1: again. Come on. <laughs> Jeff the drunk. Stop it. Jeff the drunk. <laughs> Bobo. High pitch Eric. Tan Mom. Beetlejuice. Who's got All the right. most?
2: Until you said Beetlejuice, I pretty much had a pick.
1: Who'd you pick besides Beetlejuice?
2: High pitch Eric. Mm-hmm. However. Now that you've thrown Beetlejuice in there. Mmm. Does high-pitch Eric beat
3: Beetlejuice?
2: I'm gonna say... No. It's Beetlejuice.
1: You see, you've got an uncanny ability to zero in on things. You have a high IQ. I've always maintained that. I'd like to have you tested because you are 100% (laughs) right. Have you ever been tested IQ-wise?
2: A hundred years ago, I was probably five. I don't remember anything about it.
1: An IQ of five is very low. You had to get at least. No, no, a no,
2: no! I was five years
1: old. I see, I see. Thank you for clarifying, Robin. I mean, I thought you, I thought you were maybe saying you were a moron. I can't even believe that. You've done incredibly well for having an IQ of five, uh, Robin. You are a hundred percent right. Beetlejuice, believe it or not, has two point three million followers on Instagram. That is impressive. And High Pitch Eric has 5,000 followers. The, there's Instagram. a big
2: disparity.
1: <laughs> so, you got it right. I've always said Robin is an idiot savant. She knows a lot about idiots, and she got that right. <laughs> How do you know so much about that? All right, I'll give you a, okay. So, who do you think has more followers? Marianne from Brooklyn, a show favorite. Mm hmm. Or Tan Mom? Yikes. Marianne from Brooklyn or Tan Mom? Ah. Uh, I Mary think I Ann
2: have to go Brooklyn with
1: Tan, Tan, Mom. Tan Mom. Tan Mom was certainly in the news, you know, with the uh, tanning. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, Unfortunately, you're wrong. Tan Mom has ten thousand eight hundred followers and Mary Ann from Brooklyn has forty five thousand seven hundred followers. Wow. And no
2: publicity.
1: No publicity.
2: Except on this show.
1: That's right. All right, I'll give you one last one. I'll give you one last one since this was a requested bit. Bobo and Jeff the Drunk. Who has more followers? Ah. Bobo or Jeff the Drunk? It's a tough one. That is hard. I gotta say.
2: What, you got a well, go ahead. Yeah, Let me hear you. thought. I'm thoughts. just thinking, well, who's disliked
1: more? <laughs> mm, that's a good approach. Bobo or Jeff the Drunk? Who do you think the audience hates more?
2: And Jeff the Drunk has had, you know, like he was... Um, he's always trying to get something going. So he's mm. always on social media and has all these followers that send him stuff. At one time, at least. Yeah. So...
1: And you, I'm gonna one of say the things, okay. I was gonna say you got to take into account too. Jeff the Drunk has been thrown off and put on Instagram, I think, a couple of times. I think I don't know. So, so has
2: Bobo though. I mean, oh, Bobo right. has not had a clear sailing in the social mm-hmm. media world. All right, I was trying. To uh, I'm going with Jeff the Drunk.
1: See, it, 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 this is gonna shock you. Bobo has way more followers than Jeff the Drunk.
2: You're kidding.
1: Obo has 3,615. Jeff the Drunk only has 890 followers.
2: That is crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean.
2: Uh, yeah, I told you I'd be better with the stars.
1: Jeff, it's amazing. Yeah,
6: but
2: on Twitter, I have 61,000.
1: Well, I'm talking about Instagram now, and I got to say something.
6: I just got kicked off. It's oh, you got,
1: you got kicked remember, off? just
6: got kicked off. <laughs> yeah, remember?
1: Um, oh, with the dick pic?
6: Bitcoin. No. Bitcoin. Bitcoin? Damn Bitcoin.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you want to hear the story? Because I'm kind of curious.
6: <laughs> what happened
1: with Bitcoin, Jeff? They
6: scammed me.
1: Okay, uh, give me Bitcoin
6: details. And they scammed scammed you, you. Oh. and then they they took my account, and so they won't give it back. One of, I,
0: one of the reasons, one
1: of the reasons I believe Jeff the Drunk doesn't have a huge following is that no one knows what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, see, I think he has a story in him, and it's yeah, kind of funny. Including
2: you guys, including us.
1: What yeah. you're saying is. Bitcoin stole your account? Like Bitcoin's a person. (laughs) Well, well, you know, uh, you
6: know, they still, they still um, send out stuff all the time. I'd like to
1: It is hard to believe that no one is following a great storyteller like Jeff the Drunk. I mean, this is a guy. It's
2: hard to believe that he's on any social media
1: listening to this. It's it's hard to believe no one is following this guy. Do you hear what he's saying? Bitcoin (laughs) stole. (laughs) That's right. Mr. Bitcoin hacks me. <laughs> Jeff, I don't know a lot. I don't know a lot about the internet and Bitcoin and all that stuff. But it seems to me if Bitcoin was going to hack somebody, you'd hack somebody who had you know something money, like money or something. Yeah, but
6: I know they think I'm rich. Then they what? then they post They poached stuff.
1: Stop saying what, Robin, like you can't oh. understand what he's saying. You gotta, you gotta,
6: really to follow.
3: You're making they the guy feel bad,
1: follow. really. Jeff, say again. Start again. I, I, I'm trying to understand. What?
6: They post that I have a new car and a condo because of Bitcoin.
1: That's I I'm my, it's a, it's a I'm my old Bitcoin said that they went on the internet, on your account, and said that you have a condo?
6: Yes, and that I have
1: a new vehicle. I don't even fucking drive. I see. Why would Bitcoin say you have a condo and a new vehicle?
6: They said, just I, I earned it through Bitcoin. I earned all my money through Bitcoin. as Bitcoin.
1: All right. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you hey. for the update.
5: Yeah. Do you want me no. to try to explain this, Howard, or you're happy no. with his explanation? I think I'm happy with it. I yeah.
2: Think, you, yeah, we should leave yeah. it where it I, is. I agree. Yeah, I,
1: I like it. <laughs> I like when yeah. he... I don't need to really know. I I like his explanation. <laughs> That's what I figured. I'm, uh. Uh, hey, I'm Alex, not going to try anymore. Yes. Country music lost uh, a yes. very important. Yes, yes, yes. Push. Loretta Lynn. Loretta
6: and Lynn. I would like to sing a date a song. I right. Capella. Uh, nobody's okay,
2: stopping you. Get on I one of your like social media platforms get and
1: a sing cu- away. Get cu- 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 call my new daughter. All right, uh, by Jeff Capella. is going to. Jeff's gonna do a tribute. A cappella. No, Lare- i
2: cappello. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
1: Jeff is yeah. gonna do Jeff is gonna do a tribute to Loretta Lynn, who just passed away. She was a country music icon. Go ahead. 90 years old. Yeah. 90 yeah. Years
6: old. Oh, I'm proud to be a coal minor daughter. Good. In the cabin on the hill in We were poor, but we had love. That's one thing that Jazz made sure of. It's a gold to make a poor man's
1: dollar. Beautiful tribute. My Thanks,
2: daddy, Jeff. Oh, he no, he's keeping
6: going. The second
1: mine. verse. <laughs> all day
6: long in the field all in sort. thank you Jeff. mom arrived to bed <laughs> that night and we're both about to go all night and everything was char-
1: at what point is you going to realize I hung up on him
6: alright uh, everybody say go 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 go
1: go 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 I once said to him uh, I called him shitty nelson Instead of Willie knows <laughs> that he got upset with me. He got, he well,
2: I you know, one thing I learned about um The Just coal miner's daughter. Oh,
1: no. Yes. Oh good, yes. Loretta Lynn.
2: Loretta Lynn was that she put out a song back in the sixties or maybe it was the late fifties called The Pill. Oh. And the record company refused to release it.
1: Is that right? For three because years. It was about the birth control pill?
2: Birth control pills. And what a great thing that was for women. And uh and then after three years they released it. It was banned from a number hmm. of radio stations and it almost uh got her suspended from the Grand Ole Opry. Wow. So amazing fact about her that you know she was on the cutting edge of what was going on in society and you know we're looking at what happens in iran right now just because a woman showed some of her hair under her burqa scarf or something they she got killed and we think that's crazy but we're not far from that
1: i'll tell you what we certainly are not not with that wacky Supreme Court of ours. I think you're going to see a lot of weird shit going down. I was watching this, uh, Herschel Walker. Who, oh, yeah. Know, I, I am so blown out by what happened to the Republican Party. I, I can't even figure out how they, well, what this guy's carrying on. Herschel Walker is running for senator in Georgia. And I mean, the guy, and great it's football close. player. Yes, it's a, it's it's actually separated by about 2 percentage points in the poll. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane to me. I mean, I don't care what you believe in. Th- this is crazy. Now, here's what I know and tell me if I'm wrong, correct me. Yeah. But during the campaign, he's been speaking about absentee fathers. Uh then in June, he admits that he fathered a son who he's not in contact with. You know, this was like a big thing. Then, despite never graduating college, he claimed on multiple occasions that he graduated from the University of Georgia. Then, then the guy claims he did FBI training and was an FBI agent, and it was completely false statements. Now, look, I don't care if he's a Republican or a Democrat. Anybody who's busy lying like that how do you, well, Howard, How is he only um, losing by two percentage points?
2: Have you found, have you talked, or is it in there that there's three more children? Yes. All by uh, different I, women.
1: Yeah, but, and then there was a, an accusation of physical abuse. And then a, a woman came forward, as you just said, and claimed that he paid for her abortion in 2009, and she's got a check and a card that says, get well soon, which is unbelievable. She's got
2: the receipt from the abortion clinic. She's got yeah. a check and she's got the card.
1: So he went on Hannity last night. He says it's all bullshit, but I don't know, man. And, you know, I know Hannity. He's a bright guy. What, is he really no, he's not? This- Stop it. Either, no, I've either met he's guy. bright or he's evil. So which evil. is it? Okay. Maybe he's Thank evil. You. I don't know. But I met the guy. He knows Herschel Walker's not good for the party. He knows it. I know the guy. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I not care how I did know show. the
2: guy. He's a horror.
1: I, I don't believe that he... I can't believe he would support Herschel Walker. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know what he I don't question, watch do you know his show. That I know is he supported
2: Donald Trump.
10: Yeah. That's all I need to know. First question. Do you know the woman that is making this allegation? I have no, no idea, but it is a flat-out lie. And, uh, and now you know how important this seat is. This seat is very important that they'll do anything to win this seat, lie. They're claiming that you
9: sent a $700 check and that you sent it in a Get Well card. The Get Well card, it looks like it's included with your signature on, in the article. Have you seen it, and is that your signature?
10: Uh, I haven't seen it, uh, but, you know, I can tell you, uh, I send out so many get well, uh, send out so much of anything, but I can tell you right now, I never asked anyone to get an abortion, I never paid for an abortion, and it's a lie. What about the $700 check? Is there anybody you can remember sending that much money to? Well, I, I send money to a lot of people, and that's what's so funny. And, and let's go back to my part. You know, I, I do scholarship for kids. I give money to people all the time because I'm always helping people because I believe in being generous.
1: Well, anyway, almost immediately after the abortion story came out, Herschel's son, one of his sons, Christian Walker, he began ranting against his father on social media, and he posted a video, like a scathing video. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, this. I
2: stayed silent as the atrocities committed Against my mom were downplayed I stayed silent when it came out that my father Herschel Walker had all these random kids Across the country, none of whom he raised And you know my favorite Issue to talk about is father absence Surprise, because it affected me That's why I talk about it all the time Because it affected me Family values people, he has four kids Four different women, wasn't in the house Raising one of them He was out having sex with other women do you care about family values? I was silent lie after lie after lie. The abortion card drops yesterday. It's literally his handwriting in the car. They say they have receipts, whatever. He gets on Twitter, he lies about it. Okay, I'm done. Done. Everything has been a lie. Don't lie.
13: Don't lie on my mom. Don't lie on me. Don't lie on the lives you've destroyed and act like you're
2: some moral family man.
1: It's some crazy story out there, and uh and then um the, uh I mean, I don't know. You know, I heard him talking to a group of people. And he's talking about um, the theory of evolution. You know, the mm. theory of evolution. That whole rap about why are there still apes? If, right, um, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we
2: came it's, from apes. Why are there still apes? I mean,
1: listen, I'm no great intellectual, but come on. I mean, that's why I'm not running for Senate if you voted for me you <laughs> we be all out came mind. out of the
2: sea and there are still fish
1: <laughs> right
10: yeah <laughs> but, but it's a, it's a crazy it's At like one time the science said man came from apes did it not
15: yes every time i read or hear that i think to myself you just didn't read the same bible i did
10: well what this was interesting though if that is true why are there still apes Think about
15: it. You know, now you're getting too smart for no, us. No, 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 no. Think
10: about this. We have an evolution that is we've gotten so intelligent that if that is true, why are there still apes?
1: Uh, he sounds like a dude who who played football with one of those old time leather helmets. <laughs> uh, and and I wouldn't vote for the guy because I don't feel he has the um, the intellectual capacity to make decisions for my state. I just don't. And I you know I, I don't understand how he's only two points behind. I don't get it.
2: I saw people, you know, reporters went and just talked to people on the street in yeah. Georgia and they said, Are you still gonna vote for Herschel Walker? You know, with these new allegations that he paid for an abortion and that, you know, this happened and that happened. And uh they said yeah, I think the people of Georgia will still be behind him. Mm. One person like I, said, well, I, there have been so many lies now. We're used to him lying.
1: <laughs> you know, is can, that what they said? We
2: can deal with
1: it. Well, I mean, do you, you want a guy who's openly lying? I mean, it's not, or, or being hypocritical. I don't understand. I mean, I, I'm not anti-Republican. I'm not anti-Democrat. I'm not, pro- I, I, I'm kind of, I mean, now it's been hard for me to, to even understand the republican party because because of this kind of stuff i can't i can't i don't recognize it i don't recognize what's going on i mean how do you how do you endorse a guy like this how does um how does uh how does um mitch mcconnell want this guy you know it just doesn't i I understand you want to win and you want as many votes as you can but is it is it that important or is your country more important i don't get it but you know if a guy says to me listen You say there's gravity, but then how do you explain balloons? (laughs) And I'd say, well, you know, uh, so there isn't any gravity. I told you there's not gravity. Read the Bible. You know, it's crazy talk. And yet, listen, there are people who are willing to overlook crazy talk, and I don't get it. But uh, he thinks because there's monkeys and apes that there is no human evolution theory. But the court voters don't care, I think. Uh, All their values and morals go out the window if they think they have someone who can get them in power.
2: And if they can, you know, all you have to do is say you're anti-abortion. This is, you know, their plank. And uh, that's what they're voting on. He's going to vote for a ban on abortion nationwide.
1: I'm still working on this uh, chess cheating scandal. I cannot figure it out. I've been looking at this. You know me. I love chess. I love following it. And uh, I do not understand what's going on. I, You know, Magnus Carlsen is the greatest player in the world. He got beaten playing with the white pieces. Now, why I say that is when you have the white pieces in your Magnus Carlsen, you never lose because you have a little bit of an advantage as white. Maybe you could tie with the guy if you're good, but you wouldn't beat him. And Hans Neiman beat him so soundly, so thoroughly with perfect moves. And I feel bad saying it because I go, well, how could Magnus cross? Well, maybe Hans Neiman wasn't cheating. Let's give the guy the benefit of doubt. If he wasn't cheating, he just played a great game. And no one seems yeah, to know how this guy cheated. Have an
2: off day. Maybe Magnus wasn't Magnus that day. Has he ever considered that?
1: Well, there's a company that came out called chess.com. They've said that they firmly believe that this guy, Hans Neiman, was cheating. But the problem is they have a conflict of interest. Chess.com is in business with Magnus Carlsen. Uh. And they bought some company. I don't really fully understand it, but they did buy a company of Magnus Carlson's. That, so there's
2: uh, a conflict of interest there.
1: Yeah. The, the name of the company is, does anybody know the name of the, what that that's all about? At Chess.com, they purchased something from Magnus Carlson, so everyone's like, you know. And then no one can figure out how this guy Hans Neiman could have been cheating during this tournament. It's pretty strict rules. Uh, and well, I, I, I... again,
2: isn't there some way to verify that nobody goes into the tournament cheating and have a replay? You know, like hmm. in any other sport, they have a way of resolving this stuff. I don't think that Chess has ever thought about what happens if there's a question about the validity of the result.
1: They can't figure this thing out. And they can't, you know, like uh, Hans Niemann, I saw him interview, he goes, listen, I played really well. You know, I, I mean, you, you're, you're killing me here. He does admit that he did cheat online when he was a kid.
2: Well, it uh, seems like it happened more than once.
1: It did. And, and and Chess.com is now saying they, they have recognized a hundred different times he's cheated. There's a report that they say he cheated a hundred times. So I don't know what to think. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, if this guy really legit beat Magnus Carlsen, fuck, you know, uh, it, what a horrible thing to have it taken away because no one believes he won. But then again, if he cheated, go fuck himself. You know what I mean? So I don't know how well, they're going to resolve
2: it. for chess in general. You know, this is the highest order of the game. And if yeah. you've got some cheating going on... Or you know, a guy is just not uh, considered a valid champion. Uh, what does that mean to your sport now? It question you call into question every tournament.
1: Well, in uh, some way too, you can kind of say maybe it's the best thing that ever happened to Chuck because now there's so much interest. Can you imagine the the money they could put up to get these two For guys the in a rematch? Room? Yeah, yeah, with with you know, with like stringent, like impossible to break rules. It would be an amazing, amazing match. Six games, sudden death kind of thing, man. Whoever wins the world champion. For everything. For all the ball of wax. But now there's a whole fucking cheating scandal in poker. Did you hear about this? No. This is crazy. is are
2: there always cheating in poker? I thought that was part of it.
1: <laughs> there's a newcomer. isn't? It's a woman, right? Is Robbie Jade Lou a woman? Yes. Yeah. Robbie Jade Lute. She goes to one of these professional, you know, poker tournaments. Mm-hmm. She's up against this guy, Garrett Adelstein. And they're doing big stakes poker. They they go in, all in, $269,000 pot. She goes in with Jack High, all in, 269000 Jack High, you go in, all in. So, Garrett's now accusing Robbie of cheating because think about it. You had Jack High. Would you go all in? You got that kind of balls and you're reading the room that well. To, and he's like, this is an amateur. There's no fucking you way. Know, compared to me, I'm a pro. How uh-huh. the fuck did she? So, he's accusing her of cheating.
2: Well, and how did do- she
1: cheat? Does he know? How do I know? I don't know. <laughs> I can't figure out the chess thing. <laughs> This guy, Adelstein has appeared on the live stream tournament more than 50 times. He's won more than $1.6 million. And the woman only began playing poker seriously during the pandemic. She's appeared twice in the tournament for $100,000 in winnings. And winning jack high means neither player had at least a pair. And she won because she held the highest card between them, the jack. Mm. So she won. Mm but it's all you know that's unbelievable and uh
2: yeah but there's more chance in poker than there is in chess
1: well they even the announcer was completely like listen to the announcer's reaction
5: Uh-oh. wow and robbie's gonna call here with jack four with the jack of clubs Turn is a three. She's got a, one club and one heart. And wow, look at this. What is she thinking about here? She's going to raise it. I
4: call. oh. She calls?
5: Oh, my God. What is going
12: on here? once, but it's up to you.
1: Yeah, and then after the cards were flipped and she won with nothing but a jack high, the players and the announcers, everyone's going berserk. And Garrett, the dude she beat, just stared at her. <laughs> Listen in.
3: Jack, hot.
5: What? Whoa! Look, look at you.
3: Whoa! <laughs> oh, no. oh.
5: Whoa, that's look God, at Garrett's God. face. That is That's a fucking poker right there. That was sick. Wow. That's true. <laughs> that was sick. Oh, yeah. Man, so Jacob, you mean? look like you want to kill me.
6: You
2: look like you want to kill me,
10: I'm speechless.
5: I mean I'm speechless. Wow. I'm speechless. Wow. I mean usually Garrett would be fairly congratulatory if somebody made a hero call. That like I'm that, but he, a the he seems floor. somewhat disturbed here. It's literally like the sort of most disturbed look that I've ever seen Garrett give. I I don't
12: understand sort of what's happening right
5: now. Andy. You
6: know, you've let me do this to you several
2: times now. Yeah,
12: I don't don't know what's happening. I'm just testing it. Yeah. This doesn't seem
2: super
1: funny to me. Yeah, I don't
2: even understand what happened. He didn't have a pair. She didn't have a pair. Why does she control the jack?
1: Because she had jack high.
2: What do you mean, jack high?
1: Jack. Jack is high this, in suit, in suit.
2: But that was in her hand. I thought the, yeah. j- is, is this the car? She had the Jack high. The river?
1: She had the higher Jack.
2: Oh, uh, what's the higher Jack?
1: Listen to me. <laughs> you better not play poker. <laughs> I better. Not. You stick to tennis or whatever it is you're into. <laughs> Meanwhile, did you hit, now the latest Chadie scandal is unbelievable. There was a fishing competition. Did you hear about this? <laughs> this is uh, no. unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. This is no joke. And by the way, with the poker, this guy Garrett came out and floated the theory that she cheated using like a vibrating device, just like, you know, the same with the Magnus Carlson. uh,
2: Whatever the guy's name is in the tennis or the, the chess thing.
1: Yeah. He said he's convinced she was cheating because after the game, she offered to give him his winnings back. Uh, she denies cheating. Claims she only gave back the winnings after she says she was forced to in a dark hallway. So shit is vibrators, espionage. See,
2: this is poker. You're yeah. not supposed to be able to walk away from a
1: poker game. And listen to this. The uh, right, the pro fishing world, uh, the pro fishing world is reeling. Give me a rim shot, please, uh, from its own scandal. Um, no, no use of vibrators or whatever, but this is crazy. So they're doing this fishing competition in Ohio. Two of the competitors were caught stuffing their fish with large metal weights and other items <gasps> to give them a better oh. way. in yeah, it's brilliant. Wow. The fish were cut open and inspected after tournament officials were shocked that their four fish weighed almost 34 pounds in total. Now the way you win in fishing competition, they do it by weight. Yeah. These schlubs. Are so stupid. You don't put in thirty-four pounds into four fish. You know, use your head. Of course, they're going to be suspicious. Four fish can't weigh thirty-four pounds. <laughs> I mean, not the size they had. It was That's a thirty-thousand-dollar grand prize. So right away, you know,
2: who is this, Larry Moe and Curly? Who are these fish?
1: They're <laughs> saying four fish would normally weigh about twenty pounds. So okay, right. so you make it. So you make it twenty-three pounds. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You got to. You got to think it through. And the whole thing, of course, was caught on video. I'll play you the moment oh, the director. Oh, they were
2: a real mess. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Here's the moment the director of the tournament, Jason Fisher, found the weights inside the fish, and pandemonium ensued. We got
2: weights and fish. There we go. No, Get out, out of here!
3: You fucking son of a bitch! You fucking son
9: of a bitch! Motherfucker, call the fucking
5: cops! Everybody, listen to me listen. right now. Everybody, to me right now. Jake. I want you to leave. I don't want
14: anybody
9: to touch these guys. I want call
1: you to leave. Call the cops.
9: Call the cops. I mean, we all fucking knew
6: it. What the fuck,
1: man? You
13: fucked over a lot of people, man. Shit. they've been doing this shit for years. Cheating motherfuckers, man. Piece of fucking shit. I know that. You got a fucking boat. You got thousands of fucking dollars. You stole from.
1: Fish is like, Jesus Christ. Meanwhile, I'm laying here dead and I got a fucking ball in my <laughs> mouth from you. People. And
2: this guys stuffing weights up my ass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, people, th- th- people weren't this angry on January 6th. I mean, no. they were angry. No. Yeah. Yeah. Call the police. Call the FBI. Call Liz Cheney for Christ's sake. Something's up.
2: At least well. they got to the bottom of it right away. This chess thing is just dragging on.
1: yeah, I know, thank God they did because I was really scared I'd never be able to watch another fishing tournament, you know because <laughs> I love them so much. and I do feel bad for the fish. I hate fishing. I used to fish and I, I always felt bad for the fish and now now they're even the fish are like Jesus Christ, we just died for, in a meaningless death. <laughs> like the tournament was fixed. We were killed for sport. And now, and now, and now, even the win is meaningless. Anyway, so the competitors were disqualified, and the thing was actually turned over to law enforcement because thirty thousand dollars. Well, I mean, are they involved.
2: banned yeah. from fishing tournaments now? I think that should be appropriate.
1: They damn well better be. <laughs> you know, the problem is in a fishing tournament, you can cut up, to cut open the fish, and, and find the metal yeah. way. We can't cut open Hans Nieman and see if there was a device.
2: Why not? In it. After the yeah, tournament, yeah. cut him open, see what's in there.
1: Is that what you're advocating? That they slice <laughs> open Hans Nieman and see yes. if there's a device in there? Wow. Robin, you're hardcore. <laughs> I never knew you to be this hardcore. You really, I'm uh,
14: tired of this dragging on and on.
1: Yeah. Wow. Norman, you're on the air in Canada. What up, Norman?
14: Oh, Howard, Howard, Howard. Happy Yom Kippur and Shana buddy.
1: Lashana Tova nice? hey my friend, Shana which is an ancient, I that's amazing, think, uh, Italian, I know. Yes. Is
14: that I right? Think, I, think you and yeah. I, I think you and I are two of the only Jews working on Yom Kippah on the holiest day of the year. Anyways, I know how this girl was cheating at poker. She was wearing a vibrating ring that was telling her, and I guess she had a partner watching the whole card's, but she had a vibrating ring that was telling her when she had the best hand. Because well, first of all, today, hold
1: on a second. First of all, let's just say the woman is, uh, this is a speculation. In other words, she hasn't, this hasn't been proven. You're, you're, you're giving a theory on how she might have cheated. Um, no, you, so, can
14: it, you can see it on the internet.
1: Oh. There's, oh,
14: there's people oh, who no. went on there and said, in one clip you can see her wearing this ring, in the next clip, She's either turned the ring around or she's taken it off completely. Because this Adelman guy, I think he had a he had a ten high hand, and he went all in to bluff her out because she knew nothing. The only way you go in with jack high is if you know the other you got the other person beat.
1: I I, I understand that, but maybe you know I don't know. Look, Look I don't just know whether because she...
2: somebody turns a ring or takes that doesn't prove
1: anything. Well, well there's no it proof. Might have been
14: better if she... It might have been better if she had vibrating anal beads up her ass like uh, a That's hot But Thank Can
8: you.
14: I make a comment about your young winner interview Sure So a guy is obviously a genius because his mind works so fast when he talks he can barely finish uh, speaking a thought before he's already on to the next one. And it, it sounds almost kind of like a little bit of a, a, a like he's slurring his words or he's, you know, uh, speaking like he has a speech impediment. But I think it's because this guy has so many things going on. And he obviously, obviously, like you, obviously a genius. That's probably probably why he respects you so much. and the interview went on so much, uh, so well. He, you see, when he talks, he goes on to the next sentence before he finishes the last one. It's a little bit annoying, but I think it's a definite arc of a of a of a genius. You know.
1: But, in uh, other words, his brain anyway. is working so fast, his mouth can't keep up with it. Is that your theory?
14: Absol- uh, absolutely, absolutely, And there's a lot of guys that are that are in that position that are like. All right. That.
1: I mean, you know, you got I mean, a lot of. I got to tell you, Norman, you got a lot of theories, vibrating rings, uh, geniuses who talk too fast. I mean, I like it. I mean, you're you're thinking a lot. You, what do you do for a living? You're such a deep thinker. Believe it,
14: I'm a roofer.
1: It's unbelievable for a roofer, because because Norman, Norman, I could make the same. I mean, you know who else talks like that? JD and. He's a definite genius. I can't me understand a
14: word he's saying.
2: He
1: must be a genius. <laughs> well, G-
14: I think JD is more of an idiot savant, right? There's a little bit more of, uh,
3: rain,
14: there's a little bit more rain man going on in there. But, so, Howard, you and I are the same age. I've been listening since day one. Uh, similar backgrounds. I grew up in a very tough neighborhood in Toronto. Uh, the only Jew full of Italians. My parents were Holocaust survivors and refugees, and I'll tell you, I relate to you so much. I'm a, I'm a pretty successful guy. I make six figures. Uh, listen, I,
1: Norman, I, I love you. Don't get me wrong. You're a good guy, but I, I hearing your whole life You story, need to
14: talk a little
1: faster, I think. You need to talk faster uh, okay. and slur your words a little bit, and then maybe you get on. And, uh, you know, <laughs> listen. I'd love to hear about your whole life, but maybe not today, okay? Maybe another (laughs) day, Norm. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.
10: Take care.
1: Holy shit. He thinks he's a young winner. I mean. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
10: Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Grew up a Jew in an Italian neighborhood. I was like,
2: Toronto? There was a tough neighborhood in Toronto.
1: Nobody can relate. A roofer who grew up a Jew in an Italian neighborhood. It doesn't get better than that. Look for the movie on Netflix. <laughs> I um, I told, uh, I was on the air, I told you about uh, Mary McCormick's husband's movie. I thought it was so yeah. moving and good that Netflix should pick it up. I was expecting to hear from Ted Sarandos that he bought it already. He didn't do it.
2: I told oh, you, Netflix has another idea.
1: Yeah, you seem to know, I mean. you think they'd listen to me nobody ever listens to me meanwhile I know what I'm doing
2: everybody else is listening to you but not Netflix
1: (laughs) yeah well anyway Uh, what else can I tell you Uh, here's the woman who won the poker match she denies cheating excuse me hi ma'am
7: how dare they say that I cheated oh
1: fuck (laughs) Oh fuck,
7: sorry. Oh my god, fuck. I'm gonna What's,
6: come all over happened? this table
1: right now. Oh fuck. But she's oh, vibrating. Fuck. Oh my, oh, my <laughs> God. Fuck. <laughs> god. It's not funny. Is that how to she gets it. her signals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was getting the I'm not sure why she's wearing her vibrating ring right now. She's not in a <laughs> poker tournament, but what the hell are you gonna do? That was that's that's it. There she is. There's the woman denying it.
2: But she gave the money back. That's interesting. Would you give the money back if you won fairly and squarely?
1: Nope. But she offered, she says, and she was under duress. There you go. Uh, Mike.
2: Poker's a tough game.
1: Got to be ready. Takes a strong woman to play poker. (laughs) Yes, Mike.
14: (laughs) Hey, now, Howard. Hey, now. Hey, I'm, I'm glad about all the talk about uh, about you going into that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's totally valid, and I think that Fred should be the one to um, induct you. Absolutely not. The absolute longest. Absolutely not. Absolutely
1: <laughs> not. Yes, yes, and the losers will play. The losers will play. It'll be great. No. I want someone with more gravitas than Fred, for Christ's sake. Benji? Come on. If I get into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm going to have... Um, one of these big shots induct me. Right, Robin? That's what That's I got to right. do. Yeah.
2: Finally. Some validation.
1: Finally. Yeah, I'll stand there with my. But do you get an award when you. I, I yes, think you, yes. What Gravity did I get him, Bon Jovi, when I inducted him? I don't even remember. I don't know. I think I but handed something. To be,
2: yeah, there has to be a statue of some sort. Yeah, it's like, you a,
1: know, it's
8: like a glass thing, but
1: there's a statue. Gary, isn't it amazing how out of it I am? I stood on stage in, in Cleveland <laughs> at, a, at a, in a stadium or something or a big theater. And where was I, by the way? I don't even know. Where, where was you? I? It was yeah, an arena
8: next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think it was like 14,000 people.
1: Oh, so I'm standing there in an arena. Given these guys Bon Jovi their award, and I don't even remember holding an award to give them. But Gary says I gave him one. No, I can't yeah, confirm I that. No, I just I know what it looks
2: remember like. Remember, there's a handoff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't remember, remember a thing about it. I I wasn't at home. That's all I know. I know I had to go somewhere. I swear to God. Talk about being in Cleveland,
14: Howard. You weren't even just somewhere. You were in Cleveland, Ohio.
1: Yeah, I sure was. I like Cleveland, though. I tell you, I used to go to to
2: Cleveland a few times.
1: Cleveland was good to me. I, I, in fact, uh, there were a couple of nights we we were snowed in there. I went to strip clubs in Cleveland. Boy, I had a good time. I mean, as good a time as you can have having a boner for 17 hours in a snowstorm. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm a disaster at strip clubs because, you know i get hard at anything i mean it doesn't even matter how someone you know someone's just got a decent body so i'm sitting there with heart on all night like what the yeah, fuck yeah i was
2: thinking of something the other day and i said oh i finally understand that saying that women are hormonal once a month and men are hormonal all the time
1: yeah we are yeah you're right yeah because you're sitting there with a boner for endless <laughs> hours and it gets painful and it's only so much you can take. I mean, you got to get out of there. Chicks are hot. They're running around naked. A boner. And they're boned up out of your mind.
2: And and you don't even have to be with a woman getting that kind of stimulation right. to have a surge.
1: That's you right. Know, a
2: fleeting thought could do it.
1: Yeah, like Gary. Remember, we put him on stage. Oh. And he, he was like a like a, a guy who just crawled out of the sea. Standing Which way on is stage. north? All of a sudden, he's pointing. He had a boner on stage in front of people, and he's like, "I can't help it, both." And I'm like, "Dude, yes, you can." I mean, I've been on stage with hot chicks. I do not get a boner. I should have yeah. worn looser pants that day. <laughs> <laughs> you should have worn tighter pants to s- strap that thing in. Strap that uh, thing down. In. You think that would have worked better? My boy was on stage, standing there, announcing with a bo- like a full on boner.
8: Wait, do, 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 uh, can we just say what was going on? I was holding a microphone while well, two women were going down on each other. So it was, you know, I was like right there. <laughs>
2: that wasn't yeah, the but- only time, Gary. Well, yeah. What other times were there? There was one time you were holding a limbo stick. And the girls were going under the limbo stick And so like they had to spread their legs Pretty wide to get under the limbo stick yeah, And all of a bone. sudden I saw you pop another one
1: I go, Robin, is that uh, I don't a limbo that, stick but... Or is it Gary?
8: <laughs> I don't remember that, Robin, but I also don't deny it
1: <laughs> <laughs> smart
0: I'm sure there's uh, proof do somewhere
14: Gary, Do you think Gary's hornier than Ronnie But he just doesn't really express it that much But he, in, in his mind, he's like ready to explode Every, every second of the day
1: Gary's a horny dude. I'll give you I'm that, horny. but nobody's nobody's hornier than Ronnie. I mean, I've I go seen to Ronnie. To bed. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie is I, out I, of his I, fucking mind. I go to
8: bed you know, and I can
1: I, stop. I, I, Ronnie never uh, stops. I'm never yeah, exactly. I was going to say the same thing, Gary. I, I mean, Ronnie's Ronnie's at a level of horniness that's out of control. I mean, I'm out of control. Too. I'm horny all the time, but Jesus, Ronnie is like embarrassingly horny
2: what i love is that the you know the bunch of them were somewhere i forget where they all were and ronnie and stephanie were there and and mary and gary were next door and they're listening to ronnie and stephanie have sex. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but
1: like, was, you know it's a, a baby crying it's, there's, it's even there's more there's a baby pervy. moaning and crying sorry it's even more pervy it's just like you know like you put ronnie at a strip club and in two seconds You know, his buddy tells uh, all the girls that he's a a part owner in the strip club, and he takes to that role. And then all of a sudden, he's walking around. All right, you take off your shirt. You, you, you take off your. You know, he's he's orchestrating photo shoots. I mean, he's wild. He and his whole hobby is girls. He loves girls. He loves on Twitter. He loves retweeting girls. He just is so. I mean, I get it, but it's like a little over the top. He's got to control it a little bit.
8: Howard, Ronnie, I saw this.
1: Is it fair, Gary, to say Ronnie literally has no other thoughts in his head except for girls?
8: <laughs> yeah. When you saw him in the plane staring out the window, he's probably thinking of getting his dick sucked. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just nonstop. But I'll tell you, we, we got hired for an appearance in Miami. This is like years and years and years ago. And we're done with Come the on. appearance. And it's like one o'clock in the morning. And somebody goes, this is boring. Like this, this is kind of boring. And, you know, we weren't. You know, doing it for the club. This is just for us. Ronnie gets up and he just goes, God. you, take your top off. You, you go over there. You go dance with her. And to me, the fascinating part wasn't that Ronnie was doing it, was that they listened.
1: They just listened. And then yeah. Ronnie
8: got the party started.
1: I've seen Ronnie in action. Speaking Girls do listen pussy. to him. Here's what I think is going on inside Ronnie's brain. Here's my impression for the day. Okay? Nothing. No, I didn't say that, Ron. Here's Ronnie's brain. You ready? Hmm. Like he just woke up. This is the whole mm-hmm. day. All right. Hmm. Pussy. Fucking hot pussy. Pussy. Mmm. Cunt. Pussy. I love cunt. Tits. Titties. Tits. tits. Tits 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 tits. Cunt. And then like there's an hour of that and then all of a sudden Videos. I think I'm, hung- I think I'm hungry. Cunt.
16: I
3: think, <laughs> I think I'm eats. hungry. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm hungry. Then he goes
1: in the kitchen, he makes something like breakfast and he eats it. And then he finishes his breakfast. Then all of a sudden he's sitting and he goes, Pussy. Cunt. (laughs) I love cunt. Pussy. NASCAR. Pussy. 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 NASCAR. Pussy. 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 Lunch. (laughs) (laughs) He eats his lunch. Finishes his lunch. I'm tired. I'll take a nap. Takes a nap. Wakes up. First thought. Cunt. (laughs) Cunt, pussy, pussy, wet pussy. Cunt, 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 pussy, whores. Cunt, cunt, cunt. pussy, cunt. food. Cunt, ass streaks. Then Off. he fixes himself a little sandwich and he looks at it and he goes, This sandwich looks like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> then it comes toward night. To Getting ready for dinner. He's going out, right? Gin and tonic and pussy, 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 <laughs> gin and tonic, pussy, whores, pussy, cunt, cunt, beaver, twat, dinner, cunt. NASCAR, pussy, 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 seal team six FBI, pussy, pussy, pussy. pussy. <laughs> and then he falls asleep. <laughs> what a That's great a day. day. Then he wakes up the next morning. I'm not done. He wakes up early. Ass play, ass play. Don't get married, pussy. Oh yeah, pussy. Don't get married, pussy, pussy, pussy. Ass play. Yeah. Oh, oh, that. Oh yeah. That's pretty much what I think is going on in Ronnie's head. Am I wrong, Ron? Yeah, there's a lot of that.
16: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. uh, You know. There's always little little videos, too, that you just can pop on. Like what? In your head. No, no, right here on Twitter,
2: man. Oh, so you'll just go into Twitter and look at a clip. cut,
16: cut, 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 cut. Cunt, 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 Everybody! yeah, puffy with hunt yeah, meaty cunt lips. yeah, puffy with hunt yeah, meaty cunt lips. All right, let me have Mackenzie. Lose your dress. All right, put your shirt on. Come on. Okay. Lift from. What am I doing? I'm making it look hot. Okay, up on the wall. Up. <laughs> up on the wall. Up on the on the up on the couch. Turn around, look at me. Look at me. Put your ass up in the air. Smile. Stick your tongue out. Sexy. That's it. Nice. This is Fallon. We need you to lose your dress.
2: Right now?
16: Right now. You ready to start shooting pictures? Nice. There you go. Stick. Right there. Just like that. Get up on the couch. Flip your hair. Wild. Come on, baby, come on, turn it, turn your head. Look at me, look at me like you you wanna fuck me. That's it, now you girls are getting it. See, Fallon knows that, follow Fallon's lead. Come on, that's it. That's it. Don't be afraid to touch those tits. Those tits are nice, aren't they? Answer me, I'm I talking are. to you. Oh. They're beautiful. Good. No way. I them. It's not a joke. I'd love, cunt, cunt. you, 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 you. do, Love do, do, I love, cunt. cunt, you love do, 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 Love do, love do, 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 we love cunt. We love,
2: cunt.
1: We, he love cunt. we love cunt. We love Grab him by the pussy. You love All right. That's Ronnie. That's my man right there.
2: And so, Ronnie, what, what? you're saying is uh, you get a feeling and you can put on a little video and give yourself a hit. <laughs>
16: Not, you, well, n- yeah, just, you know, check it out, you know. If you get wow. if you get that urge in your head like like right now if I wanted to click on a little like 2 minute video I just go
1: Where is that? Where do you got, get that? On
16: Twitter on Twitter oh, There's all of the, these little clips these, ah! from these porno companies. No kidding. Yeah. I run, didn't know that.
1: Run. Yeah, like too many run, clips, like run. these guys banging his shit out of these chicks. <laughs> what do you do? Like you just watch them and then you don't rub one out because you wait for no. Stephanie, right? No, right. no, no. You know, like me, I'll watch porn if I'm going to rub one out. But I mean, I'm not watching it. You know what I mean? It's I'm not, not like, like
2: a movie to you. You're not just checking yeah. out. You know. Well,
1: you
16: don't watch the, coo- the coo- various videos. The cool part, is just you check it, you, you check it out. You check it out for a couple of seconds. Yeah. And then and then uh, you move on to the next one, and, you know, you're not really going, you know, you're not jerking yourself off or anything. You're just checking out the videos.
1: Right. Which, I, get keep, I, I get it.
16: Which keeps the whole thing in your head the whole day. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then, you know, at night when you go to sleep or you're getting ready to go to sleep, then you rub one out or you, uh you know, you take hey, it out your on your lady. Take it out on right. your lady.
2: <laughs> take
16: it out see. on your
1: lady which okay. is uh is it fair to say you like kind of micro micro dose porn all day like you know like you just give yourself a little injection not, of it you know, yeah, you know what not, I mean
16: not, not always not all not always not all day
1: I, can I do something with you I, I, I consider myself something of a mind reader I'm yeah. going to try and read your mind right now I want you to just like let your thoughts come and I'm going to try and see what's in your head and you tell me if yeah. I'm right okay okay let me think here's what i'm getting gash (laughs) weed slit Uh, dildo twat cunt lips (laughs) bite-sized twat that's what i'm hearing that's what i think is in your head am i close
16: no because i I don't let me do it again
1: (laughs) hold on let me think all right i fucked that up all right give me give me a second all right. Cunt. <laughs> tits. Pussy. Beaver. Kurt Bush. I'm getting that. Yeah, he com- he, com- he comes in the picture once yeah, more. Yeah, I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you I can do this, Robin. Give me a minute. Yeah. <laughs> giant tits. I don't like giant tits. That's what I'm getting. That's I don't what like said. giant tits. Yeah, that's what I, I was about. Don't 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 give it away. I'm trying to read your mind. All right, all right. Uh, oh, okay. I'm getting something. Blowjobs. I'm getting blowjobs. Yeah, loving. I told you. Butthole. I see. Oh, apples, dude. No, <laughs> no, no dude. I'm telling you. I just came in. I heard it. Yeah, apples. Oh, now you're back on track. Now I'm reading your mind. Rim job, rim job, right. sixty nine, and reverse cowgirl. That's it. How close was I? uh you could leave the reverse cowgirl out. What is it? Leave, I must have. You can leave that out. You can leave that out. Ass streaks. I'm getting. Yeah, ass is good. Helicopters. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's your friend's helicopter company. Yeah, I don't uh, like helicopters. Yeah, I hear it. I hear. I like it in your his mind. company, but I don't like in, being. I'm in reading that. your mind. Petcock squirt, <laughs> facials. Squirt <school. laughs> Robin, it's amazing what I'm getting from Ronnie right now. Yeah, yeah.
2: If you stay Long long, Howard, uh, something bad I- could happen to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I got to get up. I'm <laughs> um, one more dip into Ronnie's brain. Let me read his mind. Pussy Tulips. Threesome. Jason Statham. (laughs) Imagine Dragons. Cool. Pussy. Pussy, 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 Mambo. Mambo Cologne. (laughs) That's it. There's always Mambo, dude. Always. I told you, Robin, I can do this. I'm yeah. a, i am can read ronnie's mind i realized that i was sitting in the back of the limo one day and i said i'm getting these strange thoughts <laughs> <laughs> tina hi you're on the air in new jersey
2: hi how are you howard
1: you sound sexy tina you sound like ronnie's kind of girl
2: see you're in ronnie's head still <laughs> i think <laughs> i think yeah. i
1: am ronnie didn't we both have the same thought she sounds hot right for sure for sure yeah <laughs>
7: Thank you. I called last year and I offered to have a threesome with uh, Ronnie and um, his fiance. Oh, I remember that. Did you talk
1: to See, Why I remember you? that? Why, Ron, of course you do. In fact, wait a second. I'm, yes, Ronnie's thinking threesome. I told you. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I remember that. Why didn't she take her up on it, Ron? Was she not your type? I don't remember uh, what. the Go ahead, Tina.
7: My my other my husband or fiance he he likes to watch me have. Uh,
16: that's yeah, no, nah, that's why I, I uh, shut that down. Uh, yeah. Got
1: it. Now, yeah, I Ronnie wants you to come over without your fiancé husband. Exactly. There you go. So, um, I was listening. By the way, ladies and, and, and I... gentlemen, meet Tina, who's the only woman who has a fiancé husband. It's almost impossible. Well, I mean,
7: <laughs> I, I call him my husband because it sounds silly saying fiancé all the time.
1: So. sounds silly to me. It sounds a lot hotter when you say fiancé than husband. Oh, then
7: I'll start saying fiancé. Um I so yeah. I was uh listening
1: Monty, do you remember if she was hot? Do you remember seeing yeah. a picture? Yeah, she's hot. She was she's she hot. is. Yeah. Cunt. Tina, I need to see a picture of you so I can get all worked Cunt. up again.
7: Um I I can send one in. Um Can you do I have, that while
1: you're uh, talking to us?
7: Um I'd have to pull the phone away. Uh, mm. Probably not. Let me see that pussy. <laughs> I look like I look like a um young Kirstie Alley from like seventies, um, but oh. um, like with um, I don't want to say like huge boobs, but I have I have big boobs. I have a an amazing ass. My my ever ever since, ever since yeah. I have um, two little kids, and ever since I had kids,
1: my ass is amazing. Can you streaks? Uh, uh, I the like wall. your con- I like your confidence. <laughs> yeah, get up on the wall. I know I. By the way, what did you mean get up on the wall? I was what the fuck like, what is he doing yeah. with these women? So there. hanging so, on, on, on hook. No, Like so, a, so, on no, a no, meat no. hook.
16: Yeah. Can I explain? Let me yeah. explain. We're, we're in, we're in this room, like one of the private rooms and there's, it, there's a couch there and the couch is right up against the wall. So if you get the, the girls are in heels and they're looking really hot in their little outfits, you tell them to get up on, on the couch and like they've got their hands up on the wall. Oh, and they got oh, the ass up and asses sticking ass sticking out. You know, yeah. nah, spread her ass Jason. He, Jason was my photographer, man. He he was talking about somebody probably had a boner. Forget about it.
7: <laughs> you arch your back just right, and your ass looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Arch, yeah, you
16: arch your back just the right way,
15: right, Jason? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Ronnie was amazing. I was I was in my young 20s and the, going to to take pictures and I didn't know, you know, I was too uh, Oh, can you just stand there and I was taking a picture and Ronnie comes in immediately he's posing everybody. you back up like this, ass
9: out like that. Just got the whole the whole party. He's, started.
1: He's, he's 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 a character. He knows how to do it. He knows how to do it. He's a confident guy. Let me tell you. So Tina, you know, I like your attitude. You're like, "You know what? I have an amazing ass." You know, you don't hear people say they say, no. "Oh, you know, No, you, 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 yeah. When you say it's amazing, so there's no hair on it, huh?
7: (laughs) No, no. And honestly, this sounds so ridiculous. I'm not big on social media, but I was actually thinking about opening, uh, like, an Instagram page of just ass pictures. Because I send my fiancé a ass picture every day um, of different panties. So I have so many different panties, and I sent him a different um, ass picture. And I was actually going to cr- create an Instagram just of my ass, like never showing my face, and like every day. And um, Ronnie kind of gave me the idea of how he had like that uh, the, a different picture of a girl every day. I was going to do like an ass picture, and people could follow me.
1: It's the first time in my life I've heard anyone say Ronnie gave me an idea uh really uh amazing uh so so um so i take it you don't have hemorrhoids or anything dangling out of there no
7: no mm.
1: so you're thinking of starting an instagram where we go know, on it sounds ridiculous no nah, hey no it, it, sound sh- ridiculous it sounds great to me. <laughs> sounds like finally someone has a good idea
2: you already got a follower ronnie's there
1: i'll, I'll be right it. in that asshole <laughs> <laughs> why not titties too tina
7: uh, I feel like that's too personal to put that out there. I mean, m- I've been told I uh, my whole life that I have an amazing tits, um, and they're real. They don't sag. The my nipples go perfectly straight. They don't go left or right, um, and they're big, not huge, but big. Um, but I feel like it's too personal to put my my uh, tits out on social media. My ass, my Danny's on, that's not really, you're still covered up. You still, it's kind of like,
1: what is better your ass or your tits? If you had to pick one,
7: um, if I had to pick, I would say my ass because I mean, girls with big boobs, Robin can relate. You want smaller boobs. So I've always wanted like next to being flat. Like I always wanted really small boobs. But men love my boobs, so I would never um, get a breast reduction. But, yeah, no, I would say my aunt is how
16: big, better. How big are they?
7: My boobs? Um, yeah. 34, d- double D or triple D? I've been in a triple D, but I do double D, so it
1: pops out a little bit. Uh, look, this might seem like an out-of-line question, uh, you know, Coru. but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, so are you fasting for Yom Kippur, or are you going to eat something? <laughs>
7: are you saying I'm fat?
1: No, 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 no. no. Wait a second. Hold the thought, Tina. I want to play a Ronnie song. We're all worked Nothing up.
16: Nothing you can say could make my cock spray like wet cunt. Puffy, wet, red cunt. Nothing you can do makes me shoot my goo like wet cunt. Yeah, Weave my tongue through your twine like a thread through a sweater. If your wet cunt squirts, then oh, even better. You can put it in your file. Drop a hatch, just ain't my style. I love wet cunt. Sing it, assholes. Nothing you can plow could make for a better child than wet cunt. Let's hear it! Wet cunt. That's it. No type of clip feels better on my dick than wet cunt. today that can keep me away from wet cunts. I'm getting fucking hard. There's not a tush today that can
9: keep me away from wet cunts. Yeah. Cunt. One more.
16: There's not a tush today that can keep me away from wet
1: cunts. Yeah. That's so good. Ronnie and the Rondells. You no, go. it's Singing. the
2: assholes. That's what he called.
1: them. <laughs> Ronnie and the asshole. assholes. <laughs> uh, a great song uh, from awesome. a Cabaret that had 600 performances on Broadway. <laughs> so, so, Tina, the note on you was that you think your fiancé would love to watch you fuck Ronnie, right? Because he, like, he likes to watch you fuck older guys. Uh, uh,
7: no, he will. I don't have to think. No, he will. He wants to watch me fuck as... <laughs> I mean, if it was up to him, as many men as possible. Um, but no, he would love to um, watch me fuck Ronnie and his girlfriend, what? fiance. What does he get?
16: What does he get out of it? That's what I want to know. It doesn't bother him?
7: No, it's like he, it's, it's hot to him. It's it's more about like the after effect of like dominating me after. So, like, uh, you know, he's letting, he's like letting a guy. Play with me, and then he's taking me back afterwards and dominating me.
16: But he's he's not afraid that the this you know one of these guys has got you know a cock that's going to make you fucking scream through the fucking roof, and and you're not going to want him anymore. I mean that's crazy.
7: Well, see that's the thing that I kind of he he always wants um, like a bigger. He's got a big dick, and he always wants to um, like hey, what about this dick? And it's it's typically like a ten or a. Tw- 11 inch dick and i'm like that's really big and he's like i want to see you have sex with like a really big dick and that's hot to him like like a small penis to him is not like that's not going to do anything that's not attractive to watch me having sex with a guy with
1: how many times have you and your fiance husband (laughs) had somebody (laughs) watching
7: how many times have we had a threesome
1: yeah with a dude
7: um um i would say eight to ten
1: wow times. i don't know i always think some dude who wants to watch his girl get laid is gay right ron i can't deal with that i could I, never deal with that. me neither i another i think chi-
16: another chick fine
1: yeah. A guy? We get it. I couldn't handle that. It's not happen. It's not happen. Don't you wish, though, you could go fuck this girl in front of, you know what I mean? Like, if you weren't with Stephanie, you'd probably go fuck her in front of the boyfriend. Nah, not in front of the guy, man. That's not my thing. No. Yeah, you've nah. been in rooms
16: with people. Like, yeah, you know, you've you
2: been you... in rooms with other guys who, who no. are having sex right you know, in the next bed.
16: Yeah, what that was one time and then the other time was we were in separate rooms and we were running back and forth through the hallway of the motel. <laughs> but we weren't
1: in the same room. You know, we okay. were just switching off from different girls. How many times a week do you have sex with your man?
7: Every day. Before he really? goes to work. Every every single day. At wow. least once a day.
1: Does he take you does he take you to like bars and then um, you pick up a girl and bring her home?
7: We have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now well,
1: who picks the gu- who picks the guy who's going to fuck you?
16: That's what I want to know. He picks them.
1: Him, him.
7: Really? I
16: see, see what I'm not saying. part of it at all.
1: That's that's weird, man. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Chris is her boyfriend, gay or seemingly gay. Chris is an expert on this.
5: Uh, I w- I would say very likely, especially if he cares about the size of the penis. A straight guy doesn't care if a dick is small. I, I mean, that's very strange. To me no that he wants her to fuck a big penis it's odd Plus if he's, he's very
7: manly him. he he I, I he is bi he is
1: bi so, oh.
5: you're right. so there Good. you go thank you, there you go. i know what i'm, I'm talking about
7: <laughs> i been trying not to put it out there but yes
1: you know what i call bi gay
7: <laughs> <No>.
5: <laughs> right chris <laughs> don't you think i do believe there is such a thing as bi but i think a lot of the times it is a, a gay man who doesn't no. want to go full you know full throttle and you can be manly and be gay by the way there's no you know you don't have Absolutely. to be feminine and be gay
9: uh, all
1: right we don't need a whole political speech we get it i'm just We're saying your corner. i get it well we she know. threw in Thank that
2: you. he's very manly
1: so. right
2: i didn't mean that no i mean he's
7: he is he is very bi. He does not. He had a relationship with a man before, and it's just not. He like.
1: Don't we want to see a picture of Harani again? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, what, what are you he doing here? I feel like we're beating around the bush. By
2: now, I could have been here by Pony Express.
1: Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can. Sense, he doesn't sound I, bi I to me. He sounds. You name. know what? You know what bi means? Bye bye to pussy. Right, Ron? Uh,
3: yeah,
2: for sure.
1: No, he loves my pussy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got to meet well, this guy. Well, you
2: don't understand because you have no, no bandwidth.
1: <laughs> you will say I say that with pride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a picture. If you want me to send, yeah, it. send it right now. What are you wearing in it?
7: Um, it's a panties and a shirt. It's just it's a it's one of my ass pits.
1: All right, Ronnie and I will judge it. I don't know where to send it. Oh. Hey, Jason. Panties. <laughs> yeah. She gets everything. hey the Hey, wait, Ace, I-, I know you just played a, a clip of uh, Ham Hand's Bill. What was that clip Panties. I got the other day? He was trying to... Oh, I know what it was. You know that girl, Natalie, that was on the air on? Yeah. Panties. Um, well, Ham Hand's Bill wants to have sex with her. Oh,
2: my. Well, I said she'd get a lot more Whack Pack friends. Listen, to
1: him. Robin, you'll love it. This is your boyfriend Ham Hands Bill cheating on you because this is a message <laughs> for Natalie.
13: This is Ham Hands Bill. I heard sexy Natalie on the show. I didn't know she was talking to other Whack Packs. Natalie, sweet Australian girl, come stay with me. I will spoil you,
1: spoil you, spoil you like you deserve. Natalie come And he wasn't done now, now. Here's the hardcore pitch
12: my sweet sexy yummy Natalie In my room, you and I cuddling kissing caressing soft massages You and your panties I'm sniffing your panties You pull the on the way down kiss and suck on my cock I'm sniffing your panties 69 position of course, you panties off. I'm kissing your sweet coochie, licking your coochie. You, you, choking on my cock. Nothing better than making the lady climax, orgasm. First your pleasure, then my pleasure.
2: Choke on my cock,
1: Robin. You must be out of your mind, jealous.
2: Oh my God! Yeah, um- You're right. I don't even know what to say
1: now, Tina. Did we get you? Did we get the picture? Oh, I got to put you on hold, Tina. Okay.
7: Okay, thanks.
1: All right, hold on a sec. I'm gonna put you on hold. Got to get that picture. We got to see what's doing. This <laughs> Tina, I've got a great ass. I've got great tits. We got to see this, right? <laughs> that was a year ago. Things kind of changed. <laughs> uh, by the way, Tina's uh, boyfriend, uh, fiance, husband is uh, on the phone, and he's a little upset with us. He says uh, he's 100% uh, into girls. Hi. I enjoy being a joy (laughs) being a...
2: I enjoy...
1: Sir, uh, you love uh, Tina, and you love her body, right? Haven't you noticed?
7: Suddenly I'm bright and breezy. Power, how I love you. How
1: I Sir. love you. <laughs> I know you've been with Tina a long time. You want to see uh, Ronnie fuck her, um, but you love her vagina, right? You're into vagina. When I'm stuck with a day that's gray and lonely.
0: What do you love
1: about pussy?
0: Short, long, straight, or curly? Get something cute.
1: All right, let's get back to Tina. Thank you, uh, seriously, Robin. Tina's, Tina's boyfriend, fiance, husband. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Uh, I take it back, Tina. He's very straight. Very straight. Very straight. Uh, Tina, uh, have you, you have you sent the picture?
7: Yes, I, I said. I
1: just sent it. Jason, where are we at with this picture? We always have problems. It's like uh, we we get the picture, we don't get the picture. It goes I on for just, hours.
15: I just got the email. I am opening right. it now. All right. Oh, yep. There's her ass. Okay. Hold
1: on. <laughs> All right. Hold put it on. up one here. Second. Yep. Yep. Give me one second here and see what's sure doing. See it. Okay. This is the best part of the job, right, Ronnie? Here? This is a good. This is a good thing. Of course. Of course. Wait a minute. Uh. It's
2: October. What are you doing? Looking at?
1: Oh, she's got a great ass. I mean, right, Ron? <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's You're good. Damn right. Oh, there oh, you yeah. go again. Wow. Yep. Wow. Well, she wasn't kidding, Robin. You got to even admit. She lives up to the hype.
2: Yep. Very, very high standards. <clears throat> All right.
1: What do you think of that, Ronnie?
2: Well, what's holding you
16: back, Ronnie? Mm-hmm. She said she'll do you. The husband. Fiance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no That's chance, deal. Ronnie. Ronnie can't bang you on his own. He's got you. Got to have the husband there, huh? Yes, I'm loyal to him. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, there you go. And I like the idea of the website with the with you know the Instagram account. You think
2: it's just... good enough for well, every day to be a new butt pic? I believe so. Girl,
16: there's a girl on Twitter that does that. Just shows really? her ass.
1: Yeah. She, and she, it's she, does,
16: she does everything with her ass. Everything's her ass.
1: It's not my thing, but uh, I like to see... I need to see more. You know what I mean? I get bored after a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You Definitely. Know? I'd like to see a picture of her whole everything. You know what I mean? Everything. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yes.
7: You want me to send, you want me to send my, my, my whole body
1: okay yeah yeah no problem
7: send it Uh, okay i will send it right now
1: you want let's send it now all right come on do it i'll vamp
2: i love you want me to send my whole body oh no (laughs) no don't send that
1: (laughs) (laughs) what kind of question is that (laughs) no we don't want that of course we want to see that
2: just kidding
1: yeah we don't want to... That would be wrong. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, what are you thinking, Howard? By the way, Tina, can anyone else at the show fuck you? Because some of the guys are asking me uh, oh. because they, they have no problem fucking you in front of your boyfriend.
2: In front of the boyfriend, husband, fiance. I'm
1: pretty sure Benji uh, would do you. No,
2: not, no, thank you. He uh, lost
1: weight, in, in all fairness.
2: Come on, he, he looks not, pretty good now. You can see his ass. He's eyes. not my type.
7: Ronnie is my type, like, the uh, dominant, knows what he wants, takes ownership. Dude. Like, that's my type.
1: Uh, okay. A dominant man. Wow. Nobody else
2: on the staff like that,
1: I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody uh, want to have asked, sex with Tina? Oh, who?
7: He's got that, that real thick New York accent. I don't know what his name
2: is.
1: Oh, that's the one <laughs> Ronnie likes. Uh, that's oh, Mike Oh, that's Perlman. that Mike, yeah. Oh, Perlman, yeah. Perlman. Mike, you want to have sex with Tina in front of her boyfriend? Uh, you know, it's a nice perk for my staff. You know, it's like a instead of in lieu of a Christmas bonus. You know what I mean? <laughs> Things are tight. Or all my place. Uh, Pater- uh Perlman's not here today. Okay, oh. fair enough. Yeah, it's got the Mr. day off. Mr. Bagel. On. Mr. Bagel. Mr. Bagel. Did you send a picture yet?
7: I can't find, I don't take a lot of pictures
16: oh, of myself, but I can't oh, find a Oh, come on, Tina. You know you have one.
1: Stop oh, it. She's like, don't be, don't be, don't be like that. Come on. She's trying to find like the perfect picture. Just send it. Just send it. Just send a picture. Yeah. Tell her, Ronnie. Boss her around. Yeah, we don't, we don't have all day. <laughs> I have things to do. What are you wearing now, by the way?
7: Uh, I have jeans and a shirt on. I'm I'm currently working from home, so I'm on a quick break. So I'm just wearing jeans. I do have cute panties on. Typically in the morning, I'll ask um, my fiance what uh, I'll tell him. Pick a color, and if he says red, then I'll pick uh, red panties. And t- whatever wait, wait, color wait, wait. he feels is the color I wear for my panties that day.
16: She had two pant. You said you have two panties on.
7: <laughs> what?
13: She said she had two panties.
7: <laughs> no.
1: No. No. Ronnie, what no. are you talking about? She didn't say two panties. She said yeah, panties. she panties. No, she didn't. You, you, you're hearing things. Yeah, I'm losing it. Yeah, She wears an extra pair of panties in case yeah. she has a, a leakage. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. But By the way, the, uh, I want to remind everyone, today is Yom Kippur, the day the Jews atone for all their sins. It's the holiest yep, there's day. There's a Isn't lot of sins going on here. Yeah. You and get we-
2: your name written in that book or something?
1: Yeah, you're damn right you do. <laughs> 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 little, little bagels and locks at sundown. Right.
2: And then you fast, right? No,
16: no, no.
1: Now you eat. at oh, sundown. Hey, you're, you eat. Tina, uh, you're in luck. Uh, Mike, we don't have Mike Perlman here, but we have Mike Perlman impersonator here. So hold on. Erotic Mike Perlman. Hey, erotic Mike Perlman. How are you? Hey, good morning,
4: Howard. Hey, T- this, Tina sounds pretty hot. I was like, <laughs> maybe you can fuck her or something.
1: Yeah. Well, go ahead. I'll let you talk to Tina. Tina, go ahead. This is Erotic Mike Broman.
4: Yeah. I figure I could probably, like, put on some ankle weights, and, you know. We could fuck. I could do maybe some calf lifts while I'm fucking you. What do you think?
1: Sounds hot. Uh, yeah. Erotic Mike, um, so you don't have any
4: problem
1: fucking Tina in front of her boyfriend?
4: Nah, I got no problem with that. You know, I'll make him, I'll beat the shit out of him if he comes too close to me. You know what I'm saying? Let's make him go to another room. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. I, I got to make my uh, protein smoothie right now, real <laughs> quick. Right, now I'm ready to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: uh, th- didn't you mess with Ronnie's bagel? Tell the truth once and for all. You
4: know what's funny with Ronnie's bagel, too? It's like, Ronnie, I didn't, th- I didn't fuck with it because Ronnie's too paranoid, you know. He was always Perfect. walking around, futzing with the bagels, with the cupcakes, with the cookies. You know, Ronnie was more concerned about the food than, like, anything in the <laughs> office, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, talk to Tina. Tina, you want to say
1: something to him or not?
4: Yeah. yeah you want to lick my balls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: lick your- yeah, I'll lick your
4: balls. Yeah. Lick you my gotta lick my butthole. No,
7: I yep. don't lick the butthole.
4: I might smack your ass too hard. I could bench nine fifty, so I
5: probably shouldn't <laughs> you smack, smack your it ass. The room.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Erotic Mike, you uh you bench so much weight that it's probably illegal for you to smack a girl on her ass. It would hurt too much.
4: Yeah, and I don't want to like fucking drop her, you know what I mean? I just want to <laughs> have a good. Th- Hold on one second, I got I got to make my uh protein shake for the morning with my raw chicken and eggs.
13: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, that's your second one of the day. Yeah. Well, you want to get carbohydrates, Howard, and I I think you should do that too. Like maybe if you start like eighteen raw eggs in the morning pump a little iron you know i think it's good i think ronnie should do that you know meanwhile where's the picture of tina with
1: yeah where's your picture already we wait i just got it it. oh you got it just got it okay Okay. all right all right right. here we go all right here we go it's the only one i could all right all right there you go wow wow all right boy
4: (laughs) mike can you handle a girl that hot Yeah, you know, I can definitely handle it. I got no problem. As long as you right. can suck my balls down. That's all I really right. need. <laughs> suck them down? I might give you a scoop of creatine. Ralph, what do you, bro, to Ralph, what do you want to say? What do you want uh, to
12: say? A, I'd like to see the picture. And B, why is Ronnie so uptight and homophobic? I mean, the guy doesn't want to fuck him. Just watch. What's the big deal, Ronnie?
16: Because that's not my thing, dude. I'm
1: sorry.
12: It doesn't
1: have to be your thing, it's his thing He's just got to fucking ca- watch Dude, I don't care, I don't want him there I don't want him in the room What if the guy leaves the room and just looks through the door hole Or so like a little hole That's crazy
3: What's the matter with you All well, right, wait
1: anyway. a minute, Ronnie has
2: You know, he's been known <laughs> to lay on the floor And try to see whatever he can see Of course he but does what? everything. He does everything. I love that he draws <laughs> the line here.
12: <laughs>
1: you want to know, know something? I said that all along. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. If what? Ronnie was having a couple of cocktails, and he was hanging out with Tina and the fiance, of course, and like things got crazy. What? He probably oh, fucked yeah. Tina in front of a boyfriend, like as long as it was like a whole yeah. plan. You know what I yeah. mean, right, Ron? Like if it sort of happened, you'd be okay with it, probably.
16: Mm, I, I don't know. You
4: never know. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <you> know. <laughs> yeah. Any man who has a sink, <laughs> you, know, you don't know, like Ron. Ron used to have a sink, and any man with a sink like that would absolutely be down to have. You know, he had yeah. one of a big sink that, that comes up above the vanity, like that. Just smells of a guy who would. You know, he'd be down to do something like that, Ron. <laughs> yeah.
12: Ronnie, what if it was like Pamela Anderson in her prime, and some guy wanted to watch you, fucker?
16: Yeah, I'm not comfortable with it, dude.
12: I'm not yeah, either. But I you think
2: know, I would. When we we heard Ronnie on that weed or whatever. Yeah, was. I don't know. He's doing yeah. whatever
4: on that. Yeah, well,
16: like I said, you never know, but.
4: Didn't 10 gin and tonics, he'll do it. <laughs> all right, anyway, uh, I got to get out Ronnie of here. Wearing, you know Ronnie wears those, like, pink salmon-colored shirts. Like, I could imagine him maybe doing that, you know. Guys in the room, <laughs> Ronnie's got the, the colored shirt, like like an Easter egg. You know, he'd be something <laughs> like that. <laughs> you think? Uh, all right, listen, first I of think... all, let me... Th-
1: yes, Tina, go ahead, you have the last word.
7: I think Ralph
2: would
1: be a fun time. Oh. Oh, Man. Ralph will fuck you yeah ralph will fuck you and your boyfriend
2: yeah
11: <laughs> i was gonna say ralph take care everybody of the guy everybody can
1: get some uh, uh,
11: how's his ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah never mind you uh, <laughs> all
1: right
0: never mind uh, Muscular. <laughs> Muscular.
1: <laughs> all right uh ralphie boy thank you thank I you i gotta call ralph later he's uh he's telling me my clothes on camera aren't looking good he doesn't like the way i'm tying my scarves Oh. We need we need a scarf meeting. I am going to have a scarf meeting with Ralph. He sends me an email the other day. No, you are straight. Uh, he sends me an email the other day. I am looking at you and online, and your scarf isn't uh, for, you know isn't isn't right. It's not laying right. So let's have a meeting. What's uh, he's going
2: to teach you some new techniques for tying <laughs> yeah. your scarf.
1: Yeah, he goes. Your scarf is sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking scarf meeting. I'm like Jesus Christ. And notice, like, I can't get it together to call him because I'm like, oh God, why. yeah, I don't <laughs> want to have a scarf meeting, you know. So okay, my scarf isn't tied you. right.
12: I didn't want to write that email.
1: <laughs> oh man, I mean, geez, a scarf primping meeting, unfucking believable. Right, but you know, let's let's be honest. A lot of these celebrities that you see. Mm. They got some dude telling them how to do their scarf oh, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Every oh. single one of them, please stop it. You know? Right, right. It, it, While it yeah.
4: looks casual, it's not.
2: It takes
12: hours right. to put something together. It looks casual. Hey,
4: how- yeah. You know what's interesting? I was looking at this picture of Ronnie. It was from like the late 80s, like 1987. Ronnie was wearing this, this Mickey Mouse t-shirt. And right. it got me thinking there was a picture of you from the mid-80s wearing the same mickey mouse t-shirt so i think like ronnie saw that on on you and said like oh like i gotta do that now like i gotta get get a mickey mouse t-shirt no no ronnie looks up
1: to me a lot of times you do see
4: that i was way into mickey mouse way before Uh, howard mm -hmm. yeah but it was Mm -hmm. literally the same t-shirt ronnie like that that's more than a coincidence honestly yeah okay Okay, pearlman Mm -hmm. Go, go steal somebody's bagel
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah well listen uh ralph has said to me that ronnie needs a um a clothing consultation right ralph you said he needs to get some
12: tips. Yeah. You know, what, you know what ronnie's problem is he's like one of those guys who wears a suit and he looks great in a suit and then when he goes casual it just it falls apart like ronnie should always wear something somewhat dressy you know like jeans and a t-shirt is not his look
1: I agree. I, no offense to Ronnie, but sometimes he'll wear the cut off, um, where he shows all of his arms. Rob, where you cut off the yes, t-shirt, yes. and um, you know he you doesn't know, have the arms for it. Or, or, know. The
12: je- or the jeans are like
1: way too hip,
12: trying to be hip and faded, and you know, it just it just doesn't work. You know, it's, it's it's trickier to be casual. A suit's kind of a no-brainer.
1: Yeah, but Ronnie can't walk around in a suit all day. So what would no, you get? The- what would you?
12: You you know, there's, a of, there's a version of that you can do that is casual. You know what I mean? You, sh- you just shouldn't be in jeans and a T-shirt or no, those jeans and that T-shirt.
4: Ralph makes a good point because like you look at Ronnie now, like he's got a whole like Las Vegas style to him. Like he doesn't even look like yeah, the guy from Yeah, it's almost New York the anymore. leisure suit style, right? Yeah, but he kind of looks like, like he's from uh, Nashville or something. You know, right. I'm
2: like, hey, yeah. I'm just hanging out. Those guys who NASCAR. wear everything yeah. matching, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> like wear everything matching. The
12: fuck <laughs> you Here, Here's about. an easy tip: Ronnie should wear a some sort of jacket most of the time. Doesn't have to be a suit jacket, but there's so many options for just an unconstructed, you know, soft material kind of jacket.
4: You want to make Ronnie too. from Ralph? You oh, well, what is that, uh, Mike? They never. Ronnie should never wear shorts because you got like raw chicken legs.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. those, <laughs> like, are, out. those chicken. are out.
4: Those are out. Get those eggs.
1: Spoiled look hot chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what is that, Tina?
7: I said Ronnie looks
1: hot in his suit. Yeah, no, Ronnie's got a good look in the suit. He looks like he's in the FBI, but then he puts on shorts and a cut off tank top and, <laughs> and <it goes laughs> all hell. <of> he <laughs> okay. oh, yeah, doesn't ridiculous. have the body for jeans. Right. Not his thing. Not yeah. his thing. Yeah. And and, and Ralph, uh, Ralph wants to give Benji a makeover too. What can you do oh, with he him? Does. Ralph? Yeah.
2: Put a trash bag over his head.
7: I do.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, Tina, you're so cruel.
1: Tina. <laughs> Tina, you're very hot, so you can say things like that, but we're not.
2: <laughs> you should be you should have pity.
4: Right. You know what's funny with Ron too? He went through a phase in like twenty seventeen where he was wearing this like little top hat. It was like a little tiny hat. Like, he never wore it around us, you know. He had this, like, little
1: hat. A derby. Yeah, he had a derby. derby. I still have
4: it. I still have my derby. Yeah, but I think he meant meant to get, like, a fedora. But he had this hat like he was, like, from Bronxdale. You know, like a kid in the
3: street (laughs) would wear in, like,
4: the 1950s. Like, it just looked looked ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. I still have my derby. Meanwhile, out out
1: of all you guys, who does Tina want to fuck? Ronnie, with his derby, yeah. with his shorts, with his chicken legs, with okay, the fucking Mickey Mouse tank top, Ronnie's the guy. So there you go. Because he, he owns it. Doing. Right.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Right. All right, listen, no, love enough Ronnie. show.
4: You love him? You do? Yeah, I, lo- I love Ronnie. He's you know he's a real good guy. He, all honestly, all <laughs> jokes aside, Ron's a good guy. You Nobody know, asked <laughs> you. Yeah. Well, I just want to make it clear, because you know what's another thing? Do you remember Ronnie in 2013? Or oh, it might have been late 2012. He had that Batman mustache, like that's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> that, that, uh, he thought he was like a cool superhero, but you know it looked like uh, like the razor slipped. You know, like like he made a mistake with that. Was All ridiculous. Right. Well, Ron. Ronnie is the that man. That was for the show. Jerk off. No. Ronnie oh. should
12: probably tame that mustache a bit too. If you're talking, no. you know, sorry,
1: like it? No. ridiculous.
12: I, I haven't seen it recently, but it was getting oh, huge. It's like taking it's over huge. his
1: face. It's huge. Yeah, it's it huge. It's like it goes. It's unbelievably big. It's it's definitely like Foghorn Leghorn. He's definitely it's not gonna going. <laughs> It's not leaving. Really, well, you know, has, has Stephanie huge? Has Stephanie said she wants to see you cut it
16: back a little? I bet you oh, she's, she's always said she wants me to cut it off because she's never seen me without a beard or a mustache.
12: I you see. don't look good like that. I've seen you like that. You, the mustache is good. I hate it. <laughs> keep it. The mustache is good. Keep it. But just, it doesn't have to be like, uh, you know. Uh, yeah.
1: And you know what else he's got? He's got that Colonel Sanders little, it's not a beard, but it's a, what's that thing on your lip called, Soul, call, patch. soul patch. Soul patch. Bl- yeah,
7: flavor, favor, gross guys call
16: it. Yeah. Like mm. It gets all stuck in there, you know. <laughs> I was talking <laughs> to someone. I the guy says, no. oh,
12: wait, hold on. Blit just sent me a picture of Ronnie. Yeah. Oh good. Dude, that, dude, that, whoa, that's way too much. It's growing on the side of your face. It's no longer a mustache. It's gonna dude. connect to your
1: sideburns in a minute. Doesn't he doesn't no. he look like no, do, it, doesn't he look like a no, Civil it, War general? Yeah. Right. It's like fine. Wrong. I like it. What was that's that guy hat. for the South? Robert E. Lee or
4: something? Doesn't
3: yeah. he look
1: like that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
7: You
4: know what's the other thing too? Like Ryan's got all these all these tattoos. These like, tattoos—it's not like a sleeve, you know. It's like spots of tattoos. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like wherever there's free skin, he just gets it like a like a sailor who's leaving port. Like, oh, I gotta get a tattoo before I leave port. You know, <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. Hey, hey, <laughs> but you
7: know what makes you know what makes Ronnie hot is that you guys are busting his balls and he still doesn't give a fuck.
1: He doesn't yeah, exactly. Fuck he's, he's gonna, gonna he's gonna fuck hands. you hard right in front of your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
12: yeah, you real quick, see. seriously, Ronnie, it's not that bad if you would take it down a couple notches. I mean, it's like at a ten. You know, put that buzzer on it and get it at like a uh,
1: six. It's a lot of facial hair. It really is. It's a lot of. Ronnie's. It's
2: like it has its own personality.
1: It's so big. Well, yeah. it does. It's it like it could open much. up. It could open up its own strip club, you know what I mean?
12: It looks fake.
1: It looks fake that <laughs> yeah. big. Yeah. Well, no, Ronnie told me he's going for that southern plantation on her look, you know? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's going to bring that back. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you should a- call
2: him Colonel.
1: Colonel Ronnie. Colonel. <laughs> Colonel Ronnie. That's not bad. That could stick. <laughs> Colonel Ronnie's here. Uh, all right. Well, hey, anyway, Tina, thanks uh, for sending us the hot pictures of your ass thanks, and everything Tina. else. Yeah, Tina, we appreciate it. Exactly. One day, maybe your dream will come true, and Ronnie will walk in with his big mustache and bang you right in front of your uh, <laughs> your fiancé there. Husband. All right. Husband, One fiance. could only wish.
6: Yeah,
1: all right. Thank you, Tina. A lot of fun. Thank you. Ralphie, boy, I got to go. All right. Thank you. Later, I'll call you for that scarf yeah. consultation real soon. You sit by the phone and wait for it.
12: I'm gonna be. I'm not going anywhere. It's raining. Uh,
1: good. Yeah,
16: that go. that Goodbye. that really spruced up the conversation talking about scarves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey. I, hey, and, and uh, thank you, uh, uh, Colonel. Uh, whatever your name is, uh, Mike. Okay. <laughs> yeah, th- I
4: got to go. I got to go do a light workout today. I got to go do some some bench press, some flat bench. Fly, you doing chest, chest? yeah. You kind of want to do chest and back together, you know, do some rows, some regular rows, dumbbell rows, (laughs) pull up rows, you know, yeah, maybe a little shoulder press, do some arms, you know, sometimes a machine, little dumbbells, you know, cables, (laughs) you know, (laughs) some buys, (laughs) you know, some tries, yeah, and keep your cock in your pants too while you're at it. Yeah, that's funny coming from Ronnie saying something like that, but you know, I love Ronnie, you know, he's great, (laughs) Ronnie. We should go, we should do some squats together. <laughs> All right. Thanks,
1: uh thanks, Mike. Mike impersonator, I mean. All right, Rombo. Uh All right, man. anything anything you want to say to the audience? Uh give you everybody everybody have a good Yom Kippur. There you go. They're taking from the top guy, Ronnie Mund. Titty, Big Titty Tuesday too, also, right? Yeah, happy hump day to everyone.
2: That's hump oh, day,
1: huh? Oh, hump day, right, yeah, right. It's hump day All right. Yep. All right, here. Here's Ronnie singing. One more song. all right there's a lot of that robin uh thank you of course i want to remind you robin uh, not that you need a reminder that howard 101 will feature five days of sternthology live Oh. featuring stories from past celebrity guests about prince paul mccartney david bowie madonna other musical icons Soon, Charlie Puth will be performing here. Conan O'Brien will be stopping by. Stay tuned for the Drew Barrymore dating game. I got some great guys for her. It's going to definitely end in probably... It's really going to
2: happen, and you really have lined up
1: good guys. Great fucking guys. It's going to end in an engagement, I guarantee you. At the end of the um,
2: show? Or, I mean, are they going to go on a date first? I don't
1: even think they need to date. I think (laughs) these guys are so... That she could marry any one of them right away. That's what I think. Okay. And, uh, also, October will continue with Richard and Sal competing in the decathlon, and with any luck, uh, against Eric Andre and High Pitch Eric. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, all that October fun will be happening, uh, right here. All cock all the time.
5: Don't you like a- cock?
6: Coctober.
1: Right, okay.